Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom. Shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, is a throwdown Thursday. So let's go ahead and crank this up and get the party started, man. First and foremost, that's right. The one, the only. Shannon, the Twitter Terminator McGuffin. What up, bro? Hey, I'm doing good, but not as good as that Walrus in England, man. <laughs> why are you why are you leading out with that one? <laughs> we need a good laugh, bro. Oh my week. god. <laughs> man. Yeah, look, man. Christmas was fun. New Year's was a ton of fun. Uh we had a really good time. But uh, I don't know that any any of us enjoyed New Year's as much as that walrus. There's a UK town that canceled their fireworks, right? I'm waiting for the page to load all the way. Thanks a lot, IFL Science. Scarborough. So they had this walrus. Visitors come in to view this walrus and all this rigmarole. Anyway, they canceled their New Year's Eve fireworks display in order to protect protect the walrus, right? So what does that walrus do? Masturbates and gets the hell out of there. Like, <laughs> wait, what? He's like, I'll give you some fireworks right here. <laughs> I got some fireworks. <laughs> what? Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he came, he saw, he left. <laughs> he came, he saw, he left. Oh, McGuffin. Lord. Fuck on Leroy. Leave it to Shannon to go Leroy Jenkins right off the bat. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's the first week after Christmas break, man. It's hard on everybody. Yeah. Hey, guys. We're going to cancel this fireworks show, you know, for the walrus, right? Oh, what's he doing over there? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. How was that not an episode of South Park? It probably, it probably was. <laughs> <sighs> All I right. mean, they did, ha- they did have the Red Rocket episode where they're jacking right, off the whoa. dogs. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was Van Wilder, man. <laughs> oh, that too. There you go. <laughs> that that walrus, man. Do I look like I give a fuck? Do we get a <laughs> What's that? What's that one song you like to play about rubbing one out? Oh I mean, God! Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh It's clearly he was listening to that song prior to entering the yeah. town. Yeah. Which, which tusk are we talking about, y'all? <laughs> 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 Walrus was a little tusky, huh? What can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> Yikes. All right, well, that's a, that's a fascinating lead-in. Thanks a lot, McGuffin. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, was the Walrus named Stuart? Look what I can do! <laughs> oh, Lord. I, oh, of, all the, of all the things that I figured would break out at the beginning... It's not that. That walrus straight up went no, Bill we'll do O'Reilly. It live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can all write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. Yeah, he'll write it. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, Shannon, I was going to kind of chuckle with you a little bit because, um, 
of all the stuff with Hamlin and the Bills and the Bengals, which has been a, a wild situation, there's been a lot of speculation, a lot of questions about how to handle the playoffs and figure this out and seeding and this and that. And the NFL eventually, they've canceled the game. So uh, no contest, not a tie, not a loss, not a win. It's just, you know, it's no contest. So um, they're going to be a game short. So there's going to be, we have to see how this weekend plays out. But there's been lots of different speculation about what the league's going to do, how they're going to handle this pushing the playoffs back, you know, squeezing another weekend, uh, adding eight, you know, an eighth team to both both sides, playing the AFC championship game in a neutral site if it's teams that were impacted by the no contest. And one of my favorite things I saw, and I hope I saved this picture, because if you haven't seen it, it's got to go in the chat so that you can see it and I tell you about it. Well, first of all, we know how much they love to hoist banners at Lucas Oil Stadium or whatever. And this is one of my favorite user comments that I saw about this idea of having the AFC Championship game at a neutral site. And it would be the next flag for that stadium, which basically is hosted the AFC Championship game. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I actually thought about that earlier tonight, and I was like, I wonder if someone's going to bring that up. And sure enough, my man. Well, I mean... Shocker. Right? <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Total surprise. I'm glad that I could uh, help you out. That I could help like, you out. Here's my shocked face. Yeah. And apparently uh, that walrus gets an intro song. Hot potato, right? hot potato, 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 there you go. Yeah. Thanks, I, Shannon. Yeah, You're that, welcome. that will always be Shannon's fault for bringing that song into the uh, Sports Brew musical lexicon. Always. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Can I say? Yep. Randy's just like, mm-hmm. welcome. Yep. yep. There it is. All right. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, just out of curiosity, Colts-Texans is the Week 18 game, right? Yep. I mean, the Texans have to absolutely l- just lose that game, don't they? I mean, they, they can't risk the number one pick going to Chicago, right? I mean, the Texans got to lose. They have to. So this is the right? weird thing. There's no way the Colts should win that game, but they're favored by, I think the last time I saw it was two and a half points. Yeah. And honestly, I'm actually taking Houston in survival this week. Oh, man, it's a bold choice. Yeah. I mean, I mean look, if, if Houston's playing, you know, and really <clears> going <throat> for it, You'd like to think that they would beat them, sure. Mm. But what's the incentive, right? They need a quarterback. You're sitting in in a prime spot to either trade around or take who you want. So it, it I mean, could be a punt fest, bro. It's probably going to be heinous. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would agree with that. That's definitely one I will not watch. <laughs> I would not. I don't even think CBS wants to air the game, but that's a different story. <laughs> they probably don't. I don't think, nobody wants to see that debacle, that disaster. I, I, I'm sure CBS is like, fuck them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have no doubt. <laughs> I have no doubt. You know, the announcers will be drinking during the game. Yeah. You know who they're not saying that to? Oh, giggity. Is your San Francisco 49ers. Who? By the way, I did not anticipate... I did not anticipate the Raiders giving the Niners that kind of game. Holy Toledo. 
Oh, trust me, neither did I. But I think <laughs> I, re- I read online that Nick Bosa was like, yeah, we kind of didn't take him seriously. That's on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely looked like they kind of didn't. Um, I, I'm just like, you think maybe you think maybe you should treat every game like it's a serious game instead of going, Miss Jared said, fuck this guy. He ain't well, gonna do shit. The 34 points that they uh, that they gave up to the Raiders is the most they've allowed since their most recent loss uh, to the Chiefs. That was October 23rd. Yeah, wow. and, and the last time they lost too. Uh, so, yeah, nine in a row. Nine in a row, which is a, <clears throat> a, a baller ass accomplishment for sure. So here's the flip side of that, though, is you learn a, games like that teach you a lesson, and that's important. What I think is critical is in the case with the 49ers, Brock Purdy having to deal with that kind of, you know, in-game adversity, that's a test, right? Mm-hmm. That's really what that is, and that's important because they had to come back. You had uh, Robbie Gould missing a, a field goal at the end of regulation, and the defense did step up, obviously, in overtime because they picked off Stidham. And it was like a 55, 56-yard return or whatever, and that set up the winning field goal. So, yeah, the defense kind of you know handled business in the end. But Purdy and the 49ers offense, had to, they had to step up, dude. For the Raiders, by the way, not only did they lose three of their last four, that was their uh, – this is an NFL record, by the way, one you definitely don't want – this was their fifth defeat this season after holding a double-digit lead in the second half. Yikes. Come on, man. Woo. Come Woo. on, man. Come on, man. That's terrible. That's terrible. So, Damn. And McCaffrey was obviously good. Shocker. So those are the games. You know, call it a trap game if you want, whatever. They underestimated the opponent. They get a lesson. And they ended up getting a win. So – a win is a win, but there's lessons in that game. And, again, I, I would say that's an important test for uh, Brock Purdy in the offense to have some adversity like that going into the playoffs, you know? Yeah, the, the, to me, watching that game, um, obviously, you know, McCaffrey doing McCaffrey things. When he uh, hit the truck stick on that one dude, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, damn, what that was one hell of a run after the Cavs. <laughs> but... Other than that, we kind of needed a game like this. Yeah. Because when you really look at the win streak so far, especially with Purdy, mm-hmm. he hasn't really been tested. So having a what, game that like game this, against the Commanders wasn't a big test? Come on. Once the, second, <laughs> the first half was, and then, you, then the second half adjustments came in, and, well, that's all she wrote. Um, but <laughs> well. looking at just how the fact that the defense just kind of laid an egg and – Again, it's something that it had to happen. It, yeah. it just had to uh, needed to see just what how Purdy would handle um, handle it, and he really kind of showed me a lot that he's not he's not a joke. He's not just a flash in the pan type player. He he's legit. He definitely comes out. He comes out there and he's got a lot of poise for a rookie. He does. Did he make some, did he make some rookie throws? Yeah, he made, he did make some mistakes. Um, obviously relying on Kittle a lot, especially with that interception, but that's not exactly an easy throw to make either. No, but Consider, I mean, if you have a great tight end, use them. Right. But it's just the throw, like the throw all the way back across the field, the way he did that, you know, you got to, uh, unless you're, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, or Patrick Mahomes, or Herbert, you know, unless you have that cannon that, that can do that type of laser throw that he had to get some air under it, and 
You know, that's why it hung up there too long and got picked. That, but again, that, that walrus knows a few things about hanging it up there too long. <laughs> One and done, baby. <laughs> um, oh, hey, this this is such a. I probably shouldn't do this. I'm gonna do it anyway. You know that somebody leaked some rando uh, Spice Girls demo track. Did you guys hear this? By the way, no, no I did not. Okay, so it, it's. <laughs> Oh, I no. I heard it and I was like, well, okay. I think the guys will appreciate this, maybe. Um, but <laughs> this walrus, I think this walrus heard, the, you know, listening on this leak track, and was just having a field day, and then totally, you know, rubbed one out and dropped this on the exit. See you next Tuesday, y'all. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna tell you. It's, I'm not gonna tell you it's a good song. But I did laugh that it's "See You Next Tuesday." I thought that was <laughs> phenomenal. It is fascinating. Ada wannabes. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they were inspired by her. I clearly, I don't think that track was not meant for. Uh, getting leaked and getting out there, but whatever. Or who knows? Maybe they did it on purpose just to get some extra airplay radio time. I mean, hell, we're talking about them, right? <laughs> Thanks, Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, speaking of Kawhi and the walrus, the walrus was practicing load management. Oh, oh no! Oh, no! <laughs> Oh, no. I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> that is well played, sir. Oh, oh man, that was, that was great. Fuck oh, off. no. <laughs> so, I, I really like how everything started just as like, oh, man, I'm just not feeling it. I'm kind of, uh, I'm, just, I'm just not in a funny mood. And all of a sudden. Shannon's like, Leroy Jenkins, and here we go. Let's go with the walrus. <laughs> Let's lead in with the raw walrus, man. Hell and yeah. Justin Perks right up. There it is. <laughs> Clearly, you know, beer and really awful humor is just the way to make me feel much better. So. <laughs> it's like we know you, bro. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. <laughs> That's good, man. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, by the way, I guess we got to pour one out. Um, I guess we got to pour one out for Todd, man. Where's the song at? Yeah. What the hell, Kroger? Getting rid of the grocery store bar. That's crap. F-O-H. Some serious F-O-H, man. I did like some tap takeovers. So did the walrus. I do. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> matter of fact just for for somehow horn shoehorning the walrus into the front end of the podcast i'm gonna go ahead and raise a glass to you now mcguffin <laughs> and i do like how you you posted that i'm like i have that story saved <laughs> same wavelength it's so pitiful um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have uh and i haven't had these in a while but 
I don't know. I felt like uh, shaking it up a little bit. So I've been picking up some Blue Mountain Full Nelson uh, nice. Virginia Pale Ale, which I like. The only thing that's tricky is I'm used to heavier beers, right? So like I'm like, oh, it's a full bottle. And then all of a sudden, it's an empty bottle. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Those go down way too easy, man. <laughs> Holy Toledo. Mm. Mm. <sighs> but they're good. They're good. And they're, you know. Uh, whatever. I like Blue Mountain, man. Blue and, Mountain's a good spot. Yeah, it's a good spot. They have good pizza. They yes. Have good, they have good pizza. I think that's the only thing I've really eaten there. But um, that's a good spot to hang out if you're doing the 151, you know, that old 151 tour. But So I've got that full Nelson. We'll see if I have something different before the end of the night. And, of course, I have my Jack and Coke little little surprise there. Shannon, what you got, bro? Dude, I'm rocking a Fine Creek Beer Day Noel tonight. Ooh, that sounds it's their, fancy. Yeah, it's their, it's their Christmas beer. All right. So I got one of the last four bottles this past weekend. <laughs> you know, I, I was at Total Wine earlier today doing my lunchtime stock it up run. I got the cooler backpack. I'm like, oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, let me get some Stone Cold, you know, El Segundo Stone Cold. Up. By the way, I think it's hilarious that you – I forget why you gave me the beer. But anyway, you, you brought me a four-pack of the El Segundo, but it was the – Stone Cold Steve Austin Lager. And I looked at him like, Lager? What are you doing? Because <laughs> it was super it was super thoughtful of you. But I I was like, this is not what I usually drink, but you know, thank you. And um and then you, you made it up because then when you stopped by for our accidental party, you brought me El Segundo the, the Steve Austin IPA. Yeah. So thank you for I, that. You know, the first time I looked, I just saw El Segundo, and I just grabbed it, not mm. even thinking. And then uh, you're like, "Thanks." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was nice of you, and I, 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 I mean, the lager's fine. I just, I don't drink a lot of lagers. I'm not yeah. anti-lager. I don't <clears throat> hate lagers. It's not that. I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> At least it's a good palate cleanser. Yeah, you right. know it, it, it's a change up. You gotta hydrate. I mean, thanks for looking out for me. I I appreciate. Yeah, that. you know. So uh, always looking out. Yeah, so it, it's good because uh, Whitfield stopped by. We had the <clears throat> accidental, not New Year's Eve because it was New Year's Eve Eve. We we and I don't know. We you know we were like ah, it'd be nice to catch up and people are gonna be busy and who knows who's gonna get together tomorrow night for New Year's. So we had kind of an impromptu, you know, short notice throwdown on friday night and it ended up being a lot of fun yes we had a really good crowd over here <clears throat> we went through a a lot of beer and <laughs> i mean a lot of beer we played a lot of can jam that was great uh, by the way shannon at forever we should get you if, if only there was a picture of you making that last save right <laughs> in the can jam game and taking out my game of thrones glass that would be your logo. You know, you up in the air, one hand, <laughs> spiking, the, spiking the frisbee into the can, and then a glass shattering at your feet. <laughs> that, would, that, would, that would be it. Well, as That'd Herm Edwards it. once said, you play to win the game. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> Way to kick some glass, bro. Way to kick some glass. My man, I appreciate. Well, I, would, I would have stood in his way, but isn't like the whole thing? I'm not supposed to be no, able to not, like, you're obstruct not, him. You're not supposed to obstruct him. So yeah, see, yeah. I could I could have saved the glass, but I was playing by the rules, and I didn't realize Shannon was going to come flying by me. <laughs> That's okay. 
that's like, you know that that was a big turnout. That was a, that was a good time, and I'm glad y'all made it, and uh, hopefully you in, enjoyed that. But uh, yeah, it was unanticipated, but it ended up working out really well. It was a nice crowd, good time, and um, but I, I will say, by the time we actually got to New Year's, we were like, all right, we're tired. <laughs> the recovery day on New Year's Eve, uh, we ended up watching a lot of YouTube videos. Which look, man, that's the parenting trick. You know, uh-huh. and our kids are just about old enough now where it's, I don't think it'll work well next year, but, uh, the past couple of years we've done like, you know, we had a, we did the King Julian countdown one year. That was fun. I think there were like two and four when we did that one, we were over at somebody's house. Uh, but we, we watched, you know, the ball drop on, you know, in other countries and we're like, yay, new year's. All right, go to bed. It's eight o'clock. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it works out really well. Although I, I think this is probably the last year, but it, it was it was fun because we did like New Zealand and London and Taiwan and a couple other countries, and it was it was just cool because you get to see um oh, Dubai was one of them, and you see some really interesting architecture, different light shows, that kind of stuff. It's kind of neat. But that being said, by the time you're on like ball drop number eight, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Well, also true. You said. Balls. But by the time you're on ball drop number eight. Oh my god, who the <laughs> hell yes. is the kids didn't. So we started watching the Disney one and they have this little thing where they're talking and then they're like, and if everybody makes their wish and you know, New Year's Day, blah blah blah, maybe Tinkerbell will come down and then you know, you see this little light comes off the castle and there's Tinkerbell or whoever on whatever line they got <laughs> going out there, and Chloe was like I didn't see Tinkerbell, so she got all upset. I'm like, I'll rewind it. It's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, Lord. But uh, it was good. So it was, a, it was a fun weekend. But that party worked out. That was great. That was great. We had a really good time, man. We had a really good time. So, uh, Randy, what are you drinking, bro? So, like Shannon, I'm dipping into some of the Christmas beers because mm-hmm. we definitely went a little overboard with that once the holiday season hit. What? And- and uh, I got myself some Victory uh, Merry Monkey here. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Hey, it, it, uh, it's it's funny how when the holidays hit, it's when it gets to be October through mm-hmm. December. It's just like all the all the great stuff that comes out that you just have to kind of stock up on. And, man, and then because the rest of the year, what? we Now, Shannon, we're waiting till what? May, May. for, Yeah. For the cobbler, for Mama's cobbler, yeah. yeah. So it's like cobbler. Well, that's all right, man. It gives you something to look forward to. Though and I am going to go. You have to buy enough when it when it drops. You got to buy enough to be able to get through, you know, five or six months. That's all. Well, that's what Shannon definitely does. Oh, I buy a case, bro. I don't mess around. <laughs> See, so but, that, uh, that's the perf- that's the pro move, dude. It is. It is absolutely. But I do need to make it up to uh, Center of the Universe and get me a growler of the STFU before they're out of it. Because I'm telling you, they told me they were the day one when they released uh, STFU this year. They sold eight cases of it on the first day alone. Okay. Well, people like the beer, man. That's what happens, bro. Especially yeah. since all you need is one. <laughs> Well, sixteen plus is it sixteen or eighteen uh, percent? There is a sixteen percent this year. It, it may have been more last year when we bought uh, when we got it. Damn, yeah, it, it packs a punch. Woo! I'd say so. But last year, I think it was like a 
double, it was a double imperial bourbon barrel stout or something like that, or mm-hmm. bourbon barrel lager, whatever oh, it, it was, was. It was beautiful though. But it was so it, good. this year, this year they changed it to barley wine. Wow. Oh, I love me some barley wine. Yeah, dude, barley wines will get you in trouble, bro. Yes, they would. That, it's, 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 they, they will get you. In <laughs> that is for sure. Uh, I've had some wonderful barley barley wines over the. I don't drink them frequently. Like I always feel like, and this might sound weird, but I always feel like a barley wine is like beer concentrate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they freeze yes. it and shave off the ice, and freeze it and shave off the ice. <laughs> like all right, let's just make well, less beer but super strong. It's, you know what I mean? It's it's like espresso, right? You know what I mean? It's just like I mean it's potent. So yeah. I like barley wines. I don't drink them frequently, number one, because usually when I'm out, like, I want a beer, not a small beer that I have to sip where I'm like, woo, all right, I need to eat some more before I can drive home. Mm. But, uh, yeah, they'll creep up on you, and then you're like, yeah, let's go. So, <laughs> you know. Now, I will say I'm kind of bummed out we couldn't figure out what that mystery growler was at your place. Yeah. Mm. I still don't know what it was. I could swear, though, that Shana gave me that growler, but I could be wrong about that because I, I thought I had a Wild Wolf growler, but I might be wrong. But I, I don't know. The only What I'm happy about is that whatever it was and however old it was, the top was on there tight enough because I'd never, I'd never opened it. It kept. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, it kept. It was it still did. carbonated, and it tasted good. Yeah, I, I, you know, we would tell you what it was if we knew what it was, but there was no label on it. <laughs> so, and I don't know who gave it to me. So it was a mystery beer, and we we did a mystery beer. We did a couple of other beers that I had been saving in the fridge, which is why we had the beer glasses out. Sarah was like, "What were you doing with beer glasses?" I'm like, "Well, we were drinking some of the schmancy bottles of beer. Might as well." Uh, we yeah, we did, it's best enjoyed with friends, man. It, it is best enjoyed with friends. Uh, we just, you know. <laughs> we just shouldn't have taken the glasses outside. That's all. Well, I mean, probably. That's okay. It happens. <clears throat> There's a lesson. There's a lesson. By the way, yeah. uh, I think we were the Canjan champs. Uh, oh, I think we ran that all night, didn't we, Shannon? Pretty sure. Um, I, I think so. I think so. Hey, Randy. Tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to play that soundbite. I didn't know. I didn't know how. <laughs> that just seemed like a perfect time to do that. So, well, that Ray, wild wild get, was nice. Yeah, it was. Uh, even, though we, even though we forgot the fucking Red Bull, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Because we did. Uh, I was like, well, you know, I've got the Jaeger bomb glasses. Yeah, I've got. I've got the little plastic goofy cups, but I actually have the legit. You know, kind of hourglass shaped. It's a little fatter on the bottom, though. Um, <laughs> fat bottom girls, yo. But hey, yo. I've got the Jaeger bomb glasses, and so we were like, "Well, I forget what energy drink you had. Five hour energy to can or something." Yeah, so, it was a five hour. Is yeah. like literally an actual energy drink by five hour energy. I'm like, this is new. I've never seen it before. Yep. Why not? I'll try it. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect us to use it in the day. <laughs> try to use it for the no. Jaeger bombs. Yeah, so we tried to use it for the Jaeger bombs, and you know, we did it. It just everything just mixed together. So like the the glasses were pointless. So clearly, whatever the consistency of Red Bull, and yeah, it's just different. So that's fine. We drank them. wasn't as good uh, as an actual Jaeger bomb, but we were obviously energized enough to enjoy the rest of the evening, make a Wawa run or sheets run, whatever. It was. I think it was Wawa. It was um, Wawa. It was Wawa, and have a gigantic, ridiculously overly huge sub and whatever else you guys had. So it was good. It was a fun, fun night. Good time, man. Good I time. ended up with a uh, bacon and macaroni and cheese panini. It, that sounds like a late night 
I've had a couple of beers run, and I still don't know when you closed your hand in the door. I still, I still literally, don't know when you did literally, that. it was <laughs> right before, like we got it. We got we're getting in the vehicle to go, and I mean, my, at my foot, house when we were leaving to go there. Yeah, my foot slipped on you know on the flooring as I was trying to get in. And it jolted the vehicle, you know, jolted the SUV, and it came down on my hand. And I just kind of went there and looked at it, and went, "Oh well," and just kind of didn't even make a noise because I, you know, I'm just feeling good, so it didn't even really hurt. Yeah, fair enough. At least not at that point. <laughs> he looked oh, at me and the story I mean, goes, "I slammed the door in my hand, but that's it." You know, I'm like, <laughs> eh, ah, eh, no big deal. I mean, it, it feels like it's bruised, and that's it. But it doesn't look like it's bruised. It just feels like a bruise. That's a yeah. nothing, nothing crazy. Well, at least you didn't rip a nail off or something. Oh, that? Oh, I don't know. No. That, yeah. that, mm. that that hurts. No, I, uh, no. I think I was like twelve, and uh, I was, uh, my bit my big brother and I were going to Kingsman Henry because I don't have an actual blood brother, but big brother through big brothers and big sisters, and um, we were going to Kings Dominion. He had a Subaru Outback or a Subaru Legacy wagon. It was a nice car, but we were getting out of it, and he shut the tailgate on my hand. Oh. And it ripped on. I think it was my left hand. It could have been my right, but I'm pretty. Maybe it, was, it doesn't matter. It ripped the most of the fingernail off of my ring finger. Oh! It bled so much, and it hurt so bad, dude. Oh my god! Oh. And it took so long to grow out. I mean, it was it was almost it was like virtually the entire nail down to like the cuticle. At a diagonal rip, it, it hurt so bad, dude. So I'm glad that that did not happen to you. I guarantee you would have felt it had it done it to you that night. You would have fucking felt that. Oh, oh no mm-hmm. doubt. Yeah, super unpleasant. I didn't realize how much it would bleed. Right, it's one thing I didn't anticipate. But you know what? We went to Kings Dominion, and I, I rode roller coasters. <laughs> 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 I was not a happy camper. <laughs> That's you rolled roller coasters. Yeah, rolled roller coasters, man. Like the city. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I did. Mm. Although, you know, I was probably really impatient in line with my bloody What, the walrus did? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. F the city. <laughs> yeah, man. That is what the walrus did. Woo-hoo! Yeah. <laughs> oh. He definitely let it go there. Bro. Of this, there is no doubt. No doubt. And just for you, since you said it, I'll I'll give it to you. Which is also what the walrus said. (laughs) Anyway. All right. I mean, I mean, I have to wonder if when he was done, did he shake it off? Oh no! Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the cheap laugh, y'all. Super, super appreciate it. <laughs> and you know, I bet those people are pissed. They're like, we should have really shot the fireworks off then. Yeah, bro. Like, what the hell? <laughs> 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 
Beat me to the punch on that one, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Mauler said, I got you fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know th- this is the second time, second or third time IFL has really given us a good laugh or chuckle over the years. Yeah, that, no, they course, have they have some they have some moments, but I do love some IFL science. Yeah, uh, of so, course the classic all timer for here is double dong, double but, dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all hurt for a couple days after that one. Yes, that bro, was, that my was, ribs were hurting. That was oh a, my god, that was an abdominal workout, dude. That is for sure. All right, um, let's shift gears a little bit before I drop some SDM on the walrus or something. You know what? Fuck it. Why not? Walrus out there putting on a show, bro. Yeah, oh, is. and then then the walrus was done, man. Oh my god! Oh, Screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> Out. <Shut it> down. <laughs> uh, will that will that town Ooh. will that town raise a banner? Walrus <laughs> masturbated. <laughs> left <laughs> oh. oh my god jeez all right I, I, go ahead that's, that's i was gonna say I, I can see it now there'll be that that plaque on this like famously known as the wall the walrus masturbated ear it's like that's the signs it's like welcome to the town of <laughs> <laughs> what's what is that uh Awesome powers, just a wee bit nutty or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> when he drinks the coffee yeah. and it's poop. <laughs> oh. oh, this tastes like shit. It is it shit. Is. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. All right. Let's let let's go back. Somehow we went from Randy talking about the 49ers to walrus walrus beaten off. I don't know what happened here. But all right, uh, how did you want to tie up any loose ends uh, with the 49ers? Any, I guess. Um, I would say you know <laughs> at this point, even though we're playing the Cardinals, obviously this week we're not going to just not take them seriously. No, cause... no, because they have to. They they have an, a shot at the moving up and, and having a crack at the one seed. No, they're going to play. They're going to beat the crap out of the Cardinals. What what really kind of amazes me is the different scenarios for essentially the potential for the. For top three seeds, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's like if the Niners win, Eagles lose, Niners get the number one seed, it, you know. But what's really interesting to think about is if the Niners lose, the Eagles lose, and Dallas wins, Dallas gets the number one seed. Yeah, there, that's crazy to think. A, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that can still happen uh, for sure. And that's one of the things when we look back over the past couple of weeks, you think of the significance of the Jalen Hurts injury and. Really, you know, Gardner Minshew in that Dallas game, you know, it felt like the Eagles just kind of gave it away, right, with some of the mistakes. I mean, kudos to Dallas for winning it. But I don't know what the hell happened to Gardner Minshew in last week. What was that 
What was that travesty of a football game? Good. Great trash, homie. Good lord, man. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. I mean, good job by the Saints whooping them up 20 to 10, but, like, I think everybody felt like, all right, Philly just needs one game to lock this up. They'll get it. No big deal. And they've 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 got some injuries, and that's a tough that's a tough way to go into the playoffs, man. That's really tough. So I would expect uh, Jalen Hurts has been practicing, been limited in practice, but but he's been practicing, and Philly has something to play for. Period. I what I'm curious about is if the Giants treat this like they did back in the day against the Patriots. You know what I mean? Where they played them, right? And that right. re- that really set the tone for what they did in the playoffs. So uh, Philly needs the win. Full stop. Right. What I'm curious about is how hard the Giants go at it. That's where that, and that's why like week 18 is is to me is or the final week of the season this year it's week 18. But the final mm. week of the season is always an odd week because you've got teams that need certain things. You've got teams that need to win, that want to win, and then teams that just want to close out their season or it's about draft positioning or whatever, right? So it's a, it's a competitively imbalanced weekend for a lot of reasons. So I don't know how that's going to play out, but I think Philly's going for it. 49ers are going for it. Dallas is going for it. Good luck, Sam Howell. Good luck. Behind that offensive line, good luck, bro. <laughs> I can't believe this. God, Godspeed, bro. God, Godspeed. Yeah, don't worry. Major Tutty, er, Major Tutty will be there cheering you on. It's great. Um, but, but I mean, if you're the Giants, you have to go for it because you don't want to. You don't want to go to the because you know, even though yes, their seed isn't. You know, it's set. You know, they're not going to go up or down. But then they're going to play next weekend. You don't want to go in. You know, on a, on a loss, you you want to try to get something going, keep it because I mean they won, you know, they won last week, so it's like, all right, now it's time to get things going, try to get keep that momentum going. They won and, la- who did they play last week? They won the Colts. <laughs> they freaking. Smashed I know. I'm. I'm. I was totally <laughs> but I mean, I'm totally you, kidding. They, Thirty. Do you want to keep that momentum woman. going? You, you got it. You have to go all out. You, you're going to be the division opponent. You have a chance of knocking them down a peg, and you have a chance of really gaining some momentum going into the playoffs. I mean, we can't think. I mean, as long as they don't Vikings this shit, they should be just fine. All right. So you think the Giants play? They have. I, I look at it. They have. They to. have to. They they yeah. have to. Okay. They don't. You're not gonna. They they if they lay down and just let the Eagles I'm do whatever. I'm not saying they're gonna lay down. But, like, but you know what I'm look, saying. It's like right. if they just don't treat it seriously. What is? How does that translate to next week? Because mm-hmm. they are playing next week. Mm-hmm. So this is this is very important. And it's a callous game. Like you just have to keep building that callous. You yeah. got to go. You got to play. And look. I've got a bone to pick with the Giants. Do you? I do. And this this is that, is that this because of rookie, <laughs> This rookie cunt. <laughs> um, no, I, I agree with you. I think that was really classless. Um, look, man, you get a sack. That's cool. But read the room. The quarterback's in convulsions next to you. Like, ha- just have a little decency. Well, like this is where it's tricky because in the moment. He may not have real like right when he started the Snow Angels. He may not have realized that Nick Foles was messed up, but like he did a lot of Snow Angel. You know what I mean? he did a lot of Snow Angel like moves, right? You had yeah. to realize 
he was not right. He was like writhing in pain. But then he does like the night night go to sleep thing. So I, you know, I don't know what his intentions were there. Although uh, this I thought was kind of wild because look, Jeff Saturday called his snow angel celebration tasteless and trash. Hopefully the audio is good. I didn't preview it, but here we go. This is um, <laughs> Kayvon Thibodeau uh, on Jeff Saturday's comments. Who? That's what I'm saying. Who's the gatekeeper of when to do something? So once we figure out who the gatekeeper is, then we can write the rules and then we can establish, you know, the narratives and things like that. But until, you know, you guys actually are in the sport and do it and be in that moment, you can't create a narrative on it, you know? Well, we're not creating a narrative on it. The guy, the other team's coach had a problem with it. He's the guy who played the game. The That's other team's I players don't know, I don't had know a who problem with it. No, I just don't know who, like, anybody who comments on it, unless I know who they are, doesn't really affect me. That's it. <laughs> Okay. Now, I'm hoping he's saying that he doesn't know him personally. That's my hope. Yeah. That, like, if you don't know the man personally, I, I can accept that answer. Yeah. But if you're saying you don't know who Jeff Saturday is and you're in the NFL. Well, look, Ron Rivera didn't know they could get eliminated from the playoffs. Well, that playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> well, that, come on. That, Ron. Come on, Ron. How do you fuck that up? What the hell, man? How do you fuck that up? Bro, I could have told you if your playoffs are on the line, you don't start Carson Wentz. I know that from last year. Uh, but they are who we thought they were. Wentz is definitely um, who we Yeah, are. man. Like, Thibodeau. So here's the deal. The Giants are playing at Philly this week, right? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Sorry, me, you kidding me? Playoffs? Took me a minute to find that sound. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So Giants are playing at Philly, right? Uh -huh. mm. Philly just won a Super Bowl recently, right? Who's the quarterback right. for that Super Bowl team? Nick Foles. Yeah. Don't you think there may be some guys on that team going? Maybe we get a bit, give this guy a little extra hot sauce for injuring our guy that won us the Super Bowl. Mm. Just saying. Yeah, right. I won't think about that. Well, maybe. So you think they had a little extra sauce on there, huh? Well, I mean, Nick Foles won that. Carson Wentz weren't going to win on the Super Bowl. No, no. But Nick Foles did, and maybe they owe him one. Maybe. Maybe a little cheap shot action or whatever. So yeah. just just watch your back, Thibodeau, because, you know. Damn. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you you. Fuck around and find out. Karma's a bitch. Yikes. Shannon sounds a little uh, a little bitter over here. Well, I mean, you're a rookie and you got a your fourth sack in 14 games. Grow the fuck up, bitch. Darn. Damn. That's not your mother. It's a man, baby. No, that's not the sound bite I want. Hold on. We need the I'm a man. I'm 40. Where is that? I gotta have it's that. Mike same. Gundy, man. We need we need Mike Gundy on that one. Or you need Sam Jackson. Yeah, no, that's also true. I don't know what happened to that. Uh, oh, Todd, uh, here's the bookmark. Todd's beloved audio clips. I'm pretty sure Mike Gundy's rolling up in here. Yeah, here it is. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, Shannon. I don't, I don't see how if you're playing now. <laughs> You know, you're a rookie in the NFL. You know, you're growing up. You're watching football. You, I mean, how do you not 
know who Jeff Saturday is. Like um, you, study oh, those tape, are just right? yeah. I mean, that's basically his way of saying he don't he does not give a fuck, man. But it, it, it's <laughs> yeah, and I, and I know he doesn't give a fuck. It's like, but it's just the idea. It's like you know, you are a rookie. You do need to earn your stripes. You need to show some form of respect. But and, when we've seen what happens to those types of guys who when they do dumb shit like that. You know, Cam Newton getting blown up in the Pro Bowl. I mean, shit like <laughs> shit like that. Well, Bill's punter getting blown up in the Pro Bowl. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how that shakes out. I mean, it again. I I don't know what his intentions were. I'm not saying it was malicious, but it was an elongated celebration. It did have the little night night thing on the sideline. So, I mean, it's it's subject to a lot of interpretation. Um, but uh, Jeff Saturday is well within his right to be like that was crap it was trash it was classless and that's just that you know that's what's gonna that's the blowback off those things a lot of people felt that way it wasn't just jeff saturday um i wasn't as upset about it as you know you are he was but only because i I don't know what his intentions were right but it's a bad look no matter how you slice it it's a bad it's a bad look yeah and especially after monday like you're you're saying that well right but I mean, you didn't have that context then. You have that context now. On the, on the day of, but if right. he had, you know, after the injury to, you know, what we're going to talk about from Monday Night Football, like this, this was like Wednesday or Thursday he made this comment. Like, yeah, all right, fair. Like, you know what? My bad. I, I I celebrated a little too long. You know. Well, you know, that's one of those things where you just say, "Hey, man, I didn't realize how hurt he was." And I got the sack. I was excited. I just did the, you know. Exactly. You know, and, I, and that's, and that's think, all you got to say. Right. I think he could have basically handled that better. Uh, and that, w- that would have helped mitigate some of the blowback. But, you know, th- those are, hey, man, you live, you learn, dude. But that's how that stuff kind of goes. So. I guess. Who knows? Maybe he'll get blown up in the playoffs. And somebody. I guarantee you. That how if like first of all if they end up playing the Vikings I think the Giants might a- might actually beat the Vikings, <laughs> but I would guarantee you in a game if if their opponent beats them, somebody's gonna do snow do angels. Some snow angels. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They will. Mm-hmm. They'll get a snow angel back at them for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, 100%. like I say, you're going to Philly, and the guy that you hurt last week won Philly a Super Bowl. So I'm just and you saying. know what. Somebody in Philly might be doing some snow angels on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, uh, for people that haven't ever seen it, you should look it up on YouTube. And it was the 49ers-Cowboys game where T.O. went to the star and mm-hmm. how that morphed into, like, Emmett Smith that went, went and you know, got a touchdown and he, you know, put the football on the star. I mean, that game got hostile. And T.O. Oh, it got hostile quick. Oh, yeah. And then Tia went back out there to celebrate, and I forget who it was. Uh, what was it? Woodson? Darren Woodson. Darren Woodson. Darren Woodson. It, yeah. just, I, it just went and lit him up. I mean, that game got all kinds of spicy. But yeah, if, it if, did. If, if do yourself a favor, if you've never seen those highlights, uh, look look that game up because that is an all time bag of ridiculousness. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah they got after it that day. Oh yeah, they did. They did. You know, back in you know, the days of the robberies and the hard hitting. <laughs> well, back when they gave a shit. <clears throat> yeah. So and you had sure. guys there for eight to ten years, you know, that weren't <laughs> leaving or getting cut right No, away. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I don't, was that late, mid, mid, late 90s? Well, yeah. Yeah. Some, somewhere in that zone. 
No, nah, that's got to be 2000s with T.O., wasn't it? Well, he was drafted in the late 90s, so yeah, it was probably was early 2000s. Yeah, so that's got to be early 2000s at that point. Oh, they, they were salty. Terrell. Because I just saw the, the game the other day where he caught the touchdown in, in the playoff game, and that was, I think, 99 or 2000. And I think okay. that was clearly after that moment. Yeah, that, <laughs> but, uh, Terrell Owens' Dallas Star celebration says 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Third and goal. Oh, we don't need the audio, but it is pretty wild. Holy crap, look at that. Man, if only they had, they had some uh, HD of some of these classic moments, man. That'd be great. Well, that's probably next on whoever's doing the NFL films, if they can do it. Yeah, well, that would be baller. They could upscale some things, mm-hmm. yeah, depending on, on the source material. Although I, the it, OG stuff is kind of cool, too. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it is. But, I mean, then if it's like that NFL films kind of slightly slower speed, that's different, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's majestic in its own way. Uh, the music they had in those NFL films videos. And oh, stuff. that was great. The best. By it's the way, the best. fun factoid: uh, Bill Cowher retired at forty-nine. Mike Damn. Tomlin is now fifty, one year older than Cowher when he retired. Bro. By the way, kudos to Mike Tomlin on his coaching job this year. Great job. Holy smokes! Yeah. That day, I did not think he had a snowball's chance in hell of having an over 500 record this Ha-ha. year. And that mofo's about to pull it off. <laughs> I mean, we're, it. we're seeing the maturation of uh, Kenny Pickett before yeah. our eyes. And some, and these young guys, young receivers like uh, Pickens, stepping up and starting to make more plays. And, yeah, this team is uh, looking like it should – Compete very well next year. Yeah, you would think. Well, again, that's that's an organization that knows how to football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, obviously, it's big. Anytime you lose, you know, through retirement or teams get old, you got to cycle the roster. Those kind of things. It's tough. And they hit on they hit on you know Pickett clearly. If uh, they hit on receivers, like it's oh my god, funny. dude, funny. But like, look. You you knew they were going to win when they were on, you know. I mean, again, rest in peace, Franco Harris. But you knew they were going to win that game, right? Oh, yeah. You knew they were going to win that game. Oh, of course, right? And then uh, you, you didn't necessarily know they were going to beat the Ravens, but and they still need some help as far as making the playoffs. Playoffs? Well, maybe. But they maybe. do. Maybe depending need, on what comes out of the. I know they they meetings. need some help, but. They were down thirteen to nine. They needed to go eighty yards to score a touchdown against a team that hadn't allowed a touchdown at home since before Halloween, bro. God dang. Yeah. And Najee Harris became the first player all season to rush for a hundred yards against the Ravens. Baller. I mean, they stepped up big time. You gotta love division rivals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. I I would say in recent history that's one of the best. At, once New England and Indianapolis were done, Pittsburgh, Baltimore really came to the. Oh forefront. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. But I mean, that's that's definitely a rivalry that those those two teams just really go at each other, man. Woo. Oh, and the, the co- they reflect their head coaches, yeah, Harbaugh no, and Tomlin. Yeah, are you kidding 100%, me? Hundred percent. But. It, 
certainly a point this season. Everybody's like, oh my God, they're, they're not going to get back to 500. It's going to be the first time he, you know, Tomlin, blah, 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 blah. And, and all of a sudden, here you are. Eight and eight. We'll see how they finish, right? <laughs> and since it's a 17, you know what I mean? They could still be sub 500, but it feels like they got some mojo and momentum. So, you know. Well, I mean, if Clowney's comments today are any indication, I, I think Cleveland's got the, the U-Hauls ready to go. And Pittsburgh, I think it will come ready to win that game. Yeah, uh, Pittsburgh's coming to play. Um, Clowney's comments were kind of odd to me, but uh, he's been a little bit of a journeyman anyway. But I mean, look, Miles Garrett's the star of that defense, man. What do you what do you think's going to happen? They're going to, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just yeah, a weird thing to say. You. I hear you. I so, hear you. But he's clearly not happy. But that that's a boo-hoo. bad. Yeah, no, <laughs> do your job. Do your job. Uh, but that's that. Yeah, I mean. What do the Browns have to play for? I mean, the Steelers are bringing it, dude. You know they're going to bring it. Mm-hmm. It's it's what they do. So I mean, against the Steelers, just pride at this point. Yeah, I hear you, but I, I like the Steelers' chances of winning that and finishing at nine and eight. And then again, they're going to need some help, but uh, we'll see how that uh, unfolds. Where are they? Uh, where are they at? Let me see. The Steelers. Steelers, eight eight. They, the Steelers got to have to beat the Browns, and they need the Dolphins and the Patriots to lose. Uh, and Patriots. then they'd be in. And the Dolphins, I, that's that's not looking good for them. No, it's not looking good for either of them. So there, no. there's a strong chance for them. I can see the Dolphins losing to the Jets. I mean, well, I mean, Tua's not playing, and no. Patriots not playing. No, so. that's what I'm saying. So that that that's a tough, that's a real tough spot to be in. Although you know, I certainly didn't think Mike White was going to be a dumpster fire last week. Good God, mm. that was terrible. Ugh. Growing pains, bro. Growing pains. I know. Good for the Seahawks, though. But I, I just I expected more out of the Jets' defense, if nothing else. But yeah, they they were Mike White was terrible. Yeah. That was terrible. Who are the Patriots playing to wrap up the? Oh, they're playing the Bills. Oh yeah, well. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right. That's right. Bye bye. Bye bye, Patriots. <laughs> we are so fucked. Well, and, 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 yeah. Unless, unless all of a sudden, you know what I mean. Well, here's the thing that's tricky about that. We don't know what the Bills are going to look like the first game back. You normally would say, "Oh yeah, the Bills will they'll just rain some bombs down on them and they'll light them up and and all that." The Patriots' defense isn't really their issue. It's it's their offense. So it's like, what, you've been saving up your offensive production for the you know end of the year? So I'm kind of curious, less so about the Patriots in this game and more so about Buffalo and what Buffalo looks like. I'm um, just going to wonder if there's some PTSD there. That, that, that would be my thing with Buffalo because sure. – You know, and it, we're, we're about to get full bore into this uh, – uh, well, you know, stuff. yeah, you know what we ought to do because we're at about just about an hour. We ought to take a break, and um, and we can come back and we can get into that because once we start talking about that, that'll end up being a. We'll talk about that for a while. Yeah, realistically, I would say, but I, I think the I'm very curious to see what Buffalo and Cincinnati too. Um, but I'm very oh, oh no yeah I'm absolutely. very yeah I'm very curious to see what they both look like this weekend. Now, the Bills' motivation could be a little bit different, obviously, but I just that's one of those games that if they come out flat and maybe they're just not super into it yet, like they might need a game to kind of 
readjust. You know what I mean? Yeah. Going into the playoffs. So that might be one of those weird games that you just you don't quite know how it plays out if, if they're not really locked back in. And it's going to that, that it's going to be hard to. I mean, that's a lot. The Hamlin thing is a lot. I'm glad he's okay. Uh and he's he's progressing. Uh, and there's good indicators and good news coming out. I'm thankful for that. I'm, I'm, I certainly have some gratitude for that. But, yeah, it's a hell of a story. So let's take a break real quick. We'll come back in this way. We can get into that and chit-chat uh, without uh, without worrying about all, all of a sudden it's 40 minutes later. So yeah. <laughs> um, keywords are sports and brew. As always, you can find us on all kinds of podcast services, man. Just look up sports, brew, assholes. No, I'm just kidding. Don't. Actually, you might, you might find us if you look that up. Lord knows, keyword might be walrus at some point. Walrus oh, masturbates. No. Thanks a lot. When they do the transcript of this show, walrus <laughs> masturbates. <And> so, <laughs> thanks a lot, MacGuffin. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Semen stains over there. Uh, <laughs> anyway. We'll take a break. We'll be back in, in just a, just a moment. <laughs> uh. Yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, water some trees as we always do. Uh, but we are back. So let's flip back to these, you know, this situation with uh, the Bills and the Patriots and the Bills and the Bengals. Uh, first and foremost, uh, that was it's been a wild week, man. And watching Monday Night Football, of course, everybody was super stoked about that game going into it. And uh, the Bengals had a hell of a start. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, who knows what that game would have been had they played it all the way to its full conclusion. But, you know, unless you're living under a rock, you're clearly aware of the Hamlin injury. And that's it's just that's dominated the headlines. It carried over into regular news. I mean, it, it was a, an incredible story. And it, that was just wild watching that unfold, and you know ESPN did a did a, a great job covering that. That was a really tough tough spot. Booger McFarland did a hell of a job. Uh, Ryan Clark was phenomenal. SVP, of course, as always. You know I love SVP. Yeah, um, their coverage was great. Uh, and I mean it's just it, it's a traumatic situation. It's a dramatic situation for sure, and. You know, we're of the age that we've seen some pretty gnarly injuries on a field. You know, football has risks, and there are scary moments and unfortunate injuries and career-ending injuries and life-altering injuries for sure. Uh, But it's it's not often you see something like what happened then. And it was weird in the moment. It was confusing because you're like, all right, there's the tackle he gets up and then he just goes backwards Hamlin just goes backwards and collapses and you know kudos to the staff and the individuals that responded like yes just, oh they, gosh, were, they yes. were so fast to deal with that and <clears throat> realistically you know he's not out of the woods yet but you're starting we're starting to see this is Thursday night uh well it's really Friday morning now <laughs> you know so it's almost 1 a.m like we've been waiting right and hoping for positive news you know step one is that he survives the first night Hamlin survives the first night and then you're hoping for other good news to start coming out start trickling out and and some other positives and that has happened and I'm thankful for that but you know that that's a guy that had to be resuscitated twice yeah you know on the field 
in the hospital. So, I, I mean, DeMar Hamlin, you know, was fluky and freaky as that injury was. And it sounds like in the speculation at the time was that it was, you know, he got hit in the chest at just the right moment with his heartbeat. That was the speculation that it caused the cardiac arrest. And as more information has come out, it seems to support that. But, I mean, he is, I mean, he died on the field. Literally. Literally. Yeah. He died on the field, and they brought him back. And the, the players did a good job shielding him, and you could see just the raw emotion in their faces, um, the tears. I think of Josh Allen looking like he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I mean, that that's an incredible moment. Um, and Twitter was just popping, man, with all the stuff going on. And it, Here's the thing. Number one, I'm glad he survived the night. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to play football again. It's too early to know that. But I'm glad he survived. I'm glad there's positive indicators and positive reports um, for his, you know, general, just the way he's trending with his health, his neurological health, um, and hopefully he makes a full recovery. But that that's a hell of a thing to have happened uh, for his mom to be there. Just all of it. It, 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 was, it was an absolute sight. And there was a lot of confusion. I mean, you know, that was, again, dramatic and traumatic. They made the right decision calling the game. I think you, you, first of all, I don't know. There's lots of stories about, oh, you know, have the players go warm back up on the field and this and that, and the NFL is denying this. I'm sure there was confusion. I'm not really, you know, going to play the rage card about that per se. No, because uh, I think there was definitely some confusion about what to do, what was going on, how to handle it uh, in that moment. There's just there's just a lot happening. What I will say is that those two coaches, yes, those two coaches deserve a ton of kudos and respect yes. for handling the moment, handling their players, handling their teams, having you know just understanding that situation um which was disastrous from a football standpoint and almost i mean hamlin almost lost his life so they did an incredible job handling that uh and they deserve respect and kudos um for the way that they dealt with their teams and dealt with that situation and worked together together Zach taylor sean mcdermott man yeah two guys that have the pulses of their team and you know when they were it, look i know when the announcers were saying five minutes five minutes and zach taylor was just kind of like looking across the field like this don't look right so he 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 took the initiative to walk across the field to mcdermott and you could tell McDermott was just not – he just was not in that frame of mind. And they had a conversation. And if you're reading lips, it looked like Taylor said, whatever you want, what do you want to do? Like, it, that that's – if you're looking at him talking to McDermott, like, what do you want to do? And McDermott's just like we well, we need we need to go to the locker room. We we got to regroup because this because that dude that's un, a it's unprecedented and b like when you see when your guys flat out die and then get brought back from the abyss, 
that 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 shit is hard. Oh, I mean, of course. And, it, it, and welcome to you know life on a battle, a true battlefield. When you see your best friend, who was your best friend, die on a battlefield, you know, because I've had guys that I used to you know serve with who had to go into the field and then they had buddies die. And now they have like unbelievable PSD. My grandfather had it cause he was in world war II. Uh, God rest his soul when he was in a German prison and he had to witness a lot of that shit. Like it's, it's not fun. No, that shit's hard. Yeah. It's a terribly difficult spot, but how they responded again, I don't know that we'll ever know the actual true story of everything. I think there were a lot of things in flux and a lot of uncertainty with what was going on. I think what you end up having to do is try to take a bigger picture view and and think about how the two coaches and the teams handled it. And that's that's what's significant, right? Right. Um, how the how the responders handled it with with keeping Hamlin alive. And God bless, what was it, nine minutes of CPR? I mean, it felt like a lot. I mean, it felt like a lot more than nine minutes. I mean, those moments, that's one of those things where you're watching it and then following Twitter and just everything. I mean, that felt like an hour. You know I what mean, I mean? It was, it was wild. But Zach Taylor, in uh, his first press conference after the incident, said when he walked over to the sideline to talk with McDermott, uh, he said McDermott's message was basically that he needed to be at the hospital and didn't need to be coaching a game, you know. So, so yeah. pro- prioritizing the player, prioritizing uh, Demar Hamlin, and then understanding what was best for his players and and Hamlin and his team. And I think it's wonderful um, out of an awful situation that Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott handled it the way that they did. Um, they deserve. Um, kudos and respect and appreciation and I think it's reflective of a lot of culture shifts you know with just sports in general yes uh, and and just where we're at now I think that's important to recognize but I I think it's that that's leadership in a terrible moment yes and 100% you know that's what that is and here we're talking about the void. People are unsure what the hell the league was doing. Well, those two coaches knew what they were doing, and they steered that. They steered that ship. And they they did a, a tremendous job in awful circumstances. And, and I agree with that. And the, the, the league thing, I know people will crush them for it. But as you probably know, there's a lot of moving parts mm-hmm. when it comes to a game. And whether that's security, police outside, uh, people inside, teams, coaches. I mean, they probably knew they were going to call a game, but they have to inform all the people that take care of the game first and then announce it. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing, and, and I know a lot of people, I'm not saying this drove part of the decision, but I, I am saying keep in mind that, you know, you need a little bit of time to gauge the situation, to right. have conversations with the team, both internally and then for the league to be speaking with the officials and the coaches. Right. And then you also have to deal with the logistics of 
emptying out a stadium at a time you don't expect to em- empty out a stadium. 70,000 people. You, you, like, you're talking right. 1130, and then you move it up to 10 o'clock. Th- that's a big difference. Yeah, you got a lot going on. So yeah. it, it, you don't need to race through that, per right. se. I'll also say, I know a lot, of, for whatever reason, a lot of people were giving T. Higgins crap, which makes no oh sense. Oh, my God. Which makes, Seriously. Which makes no sense to me. It's not like he was like, oh, you know what I want to try to do? Let me see if I can kill this dude. I mean, fuck out of it, here. It, it's a fluke thing. It's a it's a freak incident, right? It's a freak incident. I, I think generally that that injury is more typical with baseballs. Yeah, you know, and people getting hit in the chest with baseballs and than with football. But it, it looked like a typical like football it, play. It like the guy's just trying to get some extra yardage, so he leans into the guy. Yeah. Like it, you see it multiple times every Sunday. Yeah. There's, there's nothing happens. malicious. And I thought I saw that, and you had a lot of um, uh, a lot of moments where they were showing uh, Taylor and McDermott and other officials kind of meeting outside the locker rooms, and you know, you you had uh, again a lot of very emotional players, and I'm pretty sure it was T Higgins that had his arm around his mom. Yes, leaving. He, so he was, hot. He, he was heartbroken. Yeah, bro. no, I mean, I'm, of course he feels terrible. Like he feels terrible, and so I appreciate Josh Allen coming out. And this was, you know, he was doing a press conference and. Uh, I think this sentiment's super important. I also I, I do want to say one more thing, um, and I, I do I haven't reached out to to T. I hope that you know he got some relief today, and I don't know. I, I saw some stuff on Twitter, and um, people should not be attacking him whatsoever. And I'm glad that the Marsh family came out and said that, and I hopefully he found some some relief today because again that's that's a football play um and i hope that he doesn't hold that upon himself because again there's nothing else that he could have done in that situation so uh, i just wanted to say that too because because that's the way to look at it it's an awful outcome but don't blame i'm I'm sure yeah t higgins undoubtedly feels guilt about it but he's not at fault no, he's not at fault. He might feel like he's at fault, but he's not at fault. But people don't. You don't need to be attacking him. Fuck out! That is completely ridiculous. We have seen some wonderful, wonderfully positive things come out of this. There's been moments that that are incredible. I mean, Stephon Diggs took an Uber to the hospital to be with oh, him. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and he got. I guess the the uh, security wasn't sure who he was. And the reporter and the, had to go. Yeah. A reporter yeah, had to go, go, vouch, go vouch for him. Uh, pretty wild. Uh, that I was mean, crazy, but, but go ahead. You saw fans from both teams go to the hospital and create a vigil yeah. outside yeah. And, and, like, join hand. Like, I mean, the Midwest, dude, I, that's where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Those are my people. That That's how I know the Midwest. Like, it, it's a, like every Indianapolis game I've been to, it, it's – it's never been like it is in DC. It's it's just a different atmosphere. Yeah, you cheer for your team, but you're not an a hole to other people. And mm-hmm. that that's that's the Midwest I know, and yeah. that that's that's cool. That's cool as shit to me. One of the best things to come out of this um, <clears throat> has been all the fans, and, and this started trending pretty quickly when you know on Twitter people started mentioning his toy drive. His toy yeah. drive charity that they oh we should donate we should donate, and I think his original goal was like twenty five hundred. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean the last update that I've seen is that they've got more than seven million dollars in donations. Holy cow! I mean that's incredible. That's awesome. 
That's incredible. And it's like, it's players, it's coaches, it's yeah. celebrities. Like, I know, like, uh, Chris Jericho yeah, yeah. donated, like, $10,000. Uh, well, then he misspelled his name, so he donated again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he, he did it so he could donate 10 because he wanted to donate. But, you know, they limited him to five, so he's like, fuck it, I'll I'll Jericho and Jericho. Yeah. That, you that. know? And of course, Dan Snyder gets outbid by some freaking dump company. <laughs> of course, because Dan Snyder. Because because Dan Snyder. But you know, you've seen an outpouring of love, and you know, there's been a lot of positive messaging and a lot of positivity given how <laughs> awful it was. There's always going to be some people that grumble. There's always going to be people that complain, whether it's you know, however the playoffs unfold or seeding or. God bless all the all the rage over fantasy football. There's been plenty of that. Oh my! And gosh. Um, number one, y'all, Get the y'all, fuck y'all, over look, yourselves. Playing best ball leagues, man. I'm telling you, it makes all that crap a lot better. But you know, real world stuff should be more important than fantasy. I get it. I do. I've played a lot of fantasy. I didn't didn't play this year. I don't know if I, I don't know when I'll play again. But I, you know, I, I was joking around with Whitfield. And I was like, all right. Like the day of and the next day, I was like, "We'll see what happens with the fantasy people tomorrow." Like, right? And, and lo and behold, here comes the fantasy complainers, you know, about stuff. And it's like, man, that is the, just the wrong attitude. What I will say that's been nice to see are the fantasy players that donated league winnings um, oh, yeah. to his mm-hmm. to his charity, and I think that's a tremendous move. Again. You hope for a a, a a positive outcome for him, first and foremost. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That that's where you start at. But you you know there's going to be some negativity. You know there's going to be some some logistical issues, and some of that you just have to accept. There's not going to be a perfect solution. There's not going to be a perfect remedy. There's it, it's just there's not going to be. So somebody is gonna. There's going to have to be a little give and a little take along the way. And we need to get through this weekend's games to have a better feel for the impact, the logistical impact on the football side of things. But it it's going to work out, man. It's, it's going to work itself out. And if he recovers and the Bills are motivated by that, then that's fantastic. I do love the – I got to see if I can find the article with the specific line in it. And I may not be able to find it right now, but uh, where the uh, there were reports that you know his first question upon waking up was, "Did we win the game?" Yeah. <laughs> and basically, the doctor said, "We, you wanted the game of life." <laughs> you know what I mean? And I thought that was that was an incredible line. Yeah, that was an incredible line. That that's you know the fact that that's his first thing that he thinks of. The, the doctor's the team, like. Man. Dude, you won the game of life. Yeah, yeah. just an incredible line. Uh, uh, yeah, amazing. And, and I would, I would hope by now he's aware of what's happened with his charity drive. But if he doesn't know that yet, he will, and that's going to be tremendous. You know, it's it's one of those things. Every once in a while, we have these perspective shifts, kind of events. You know, you think about it, over the course of our lives whether it's an economic recession or 9-11 or the Virginia Tech shooting. I mean, there's just every every couple of years, you know, you have something, Sandy Hook, you have these 
kind of perspective shift moments that make you pa- Columbine, um, that make you pause and really think about things, right? And mm-hmm. and Hamlin, that incident with his cardiac arrest, that's a perspective shift moment, and for certainly for fans, right, and for the outside world. But what I really hope comes out of this for players, right, is that they get better long-term care from their insurance and for how the, you know what I mean? Uh, And I think there can be other positive outcomes from this beyond him recovering, maybe playing again, we'll see. Of the donations to his charity, those are great, and then we'll see how the Bills finish the season. But one of the things I do hope that comes out of this is better long-term care and coverage for NFL players, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I guarantee you, you're going to see some some pushback from the players and the players' union on some of those factors because it's important. Um, and and I think this will give a lot of players a moment of pause and a, and a perspective shift, both for their own role as a football player and then as a son, as a brother, as a father, um, as a parent for how they want their life to be. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, there's a lot of weight to this. And I'm curious to see how it plays out over the next couple of years. I think this is going to be impactful far beyond just the season. And impactful far beyond just the playoff seedings, and uh, I would imagine Buffalo will certainly use it as a as a bit of a rallying cry and a motivating factor um, going forward. I'm I don't know how this weekend will play out with them. I would think it, it might end up being kind of a tune up game to just try to get their mindsets right, and it might be really hard this weekend against New England. But we'll see. I'm sure it'll be but, hard, um, but like if we're thinking about like real life situations mm-hmm. in the last like couple months, isn't it refreshing? It, it's as shitty as it's been with UVA losing three players due to a shooting. And they said, you know what? We're not playing the last two games. And then in this game, you know, Hamlin gets hurt. Mm-hmm. It goes into cardiac arrest and the players and the coaches are like, no, no, we're, we're, we're done here. Yeah. It's just a game that they just walk off the field and they're valuing valuing human life more than a game. Yeah. It it, it sucks that we have to do that, but it's a little refreshing that we're actually value valuing human life. Well, I mean, it's, it's an important variable in that. Yeah. And you know, uh, some of those things are, are about the bills and the Bengals. Some of it's about Hamlin. Some of it's about his family, but you know, it, it it's larger than that. And I, I hope that positive, their positive outcomes from as awful as the situation was and is right. Cause he's not out of the woods yet. Um, but as, as awful as that is, there can be a lot of positive outcomes and I hope that there are. So we'll see how it unfolds again, you know, best wishes for him. And, uh, I hope, I hope, he has a full recovery and I would imagine he'll be very moved by the outpouring of support and a lot of the positive vibes. And, uh, hopefully none of these, uh, fantasy football ass hats complain 
<laughs> complain to him or T Higgins, right? Oh my <laughs> Going god! Forward. Let it go, y'all. <laughs> Let it go, man. Shut um, the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go. Other, this is kind of an offshoot, uh, different scenario. But I saw this floating through the feed, uh, where uh, former NFL running back Peyton Hillis is in critical condition after saving his kids from drowning in the ocean. Jeez, and that's awful. Yeah, that's just crazy, man. Uh, he's in, in, in intensive care, having some issues with his kidneys and his lungs, but his doctors say he's improving. Um, I mean, it, that's like there's – and again, it's one of those things that that's not as in front of our face as Hamlin dropping on the field in front of us was. But again, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, man. And it's perspective shift. So, number one, kudos to Peyton Hillis for saving his kids. And I hope he ends up being okay. And I think most individuals, if if you're a parent and you've got a child, you know, he did what I think most parents would believe that they would do. Which is, set, you know what I mean? Whatever is necessary to save their kids. So, I, I'm glad that the kids are okay and hopefully he will be okay as well. Uh, but again, it's just one of these those perspective shift weeks, perspective shift moments, and there's value in that because it is a reminder about the human element, the human condition, and the humanity of things, which a lot of times, quite frankly, does get lost in theatrics, semantics, politics, media stuff, clickbait, dickheads like Skip Bayless, oh and I, I, I don't know, man. At this point, I feel like I'm waiting for uh, Shannon Sharp just to tell Skip Bayless to fuck off and he's done with the show. But those perspective shifts are important because they're reminders about what we should value and that you can still enjoy all these other things, but keep proper perspective. And we do we do lose that at times. We do lose that at times. Um, but I hope there's long-term positive outcomes from that and uh hopefully we see him on field again but if nothing else hopefully he just makes a full recovery but he's going to be able to give away a lot of toys with over seven million that's awesome <laughs> that, that that's, that's so great. freaking awesome I, i'm so happy for him yeah that part's great oh look mark showed up oh yeah. hey he did say he was going to be late yes sir that was one hell of a massive shit you took <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was napping, but uh, yeah, hopefully, that's, no, that's no, what no his toilet shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> napping and crapping, yes, sir. Mm. Sh- should we break out the woo, Justin? Oh, you want a woo? I mean, I suppose. All right, fine. It's only nearly 1 30 in the morning, but <laughs> no, let's do it. You ready to hit your cue, bro? Yes, sir. All right, three brewing. Fun. All right, Mark, did you did you send a you know just a note to the New York football giants to tell them stay away from boats? <laughs> I didn't yet, but I should do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna jump on that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Nope, no, no boats. No boats. <laughs> did, did, did we talk about yet or are we gonna talk about do we think that's uh are the Giants gonna go, you know, F you and go, you know, full force against the Eagles or uh yeah, so we um, said yes. I'm curious how they play it. Randy and Chandler of the mindset that they're gonna go at it. I I just I think Philly absolutely has to. Um hundred percent they gotta yeah. go because they, they they need the win. 
They they 100% need the win for to lock up the one because that's at risk for them. I don't know what the Giants have to play for other than staying sharp or, or if it's the proverbial like they did against the Patriots that year where you give them a game and you go, oh, yeah. Um, right. And then that sets up a whatever their playoff run may or may not be. I don't know. Do you think they're? Do you think they go all out, or do you think they maybe play a half and go like, eh, all right, cool. I w- I would go. You know, I love my happy mediums. I, I would probably see them going a, a, a full heart for a half and see how it goes. Um, but my yeah. lean would more so be on on going all out. Um, I think that's right. uh, a different opponent. They might not give a shit as much, but uh, I think Philly. Yeah, fuck Philly. So I, I believe that, uh, <laughs> and we we were also talking about uh, a Thibodeau and the Snow Angel incident. And so I, I would say be prepared if Philly if Philly sticks it to the Giants, be prepared for some uh, Eagles Snow Angels. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, I think it sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I'm still convinced he he did he did not see that he was hurt. I mean, I I I, I understand it's a bad look. I get it, but I that was a I, bad look. About, I know. I get that. I just don't believe that if, if an NFL player sees that another guy's hurt, that they're going to celebrate like that. I, it was a bad look, but I just don't believe that he was aware. <laughs> Live and learn. He's a rookie. What was that thing with? Was it Key and Peel uh, with with the pumps? It's like one one pump too many. Yes, right. <laughs> I, I think that's about that's about twenty snow angels too many. <laughs> and, and, yeah, he he had, yeah. he had uh, two snow angels too many. I think. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's shift gears. Um, we got a couple of things to tie up, and then we're gonna try to get out of here at a, a semi reasonable time. Uh, <laughs> first of all, I want to say, uh, Ron Rivera, thanks for making me want to barf. Thanks a lot. Uh, start starting Wentz out there. I mean, my God, man, they had a they had a, a not a great opportunity, but they still they still sort of controlled their own destiny, and they went out and they sucked bags of ass. Right, it's it's a game. You know, hey, let's honor the hogs. Hey, let's introduce Major Tutty, that turd bag, whatever that was. And look, let's be honest. No matter what that franchise does right now, people are gonna hate on it because they're so tired of the franchise and Dan Snyder that you're you're just it, you're not gonna get positivity virtually from anything, man. They're I think they're retiring Sonny Jurgensen's number this weekend. That's great. So glad you're doing that against Dallas. Wonderful. You're gonna roll out Sam Howell, the rookie, against the Cowboys. That that's probably gonna end really well. Godspeed. Um, Godspeed behind that line. Good mm. luck. Although Taylor Heineke, uh, who was originally named the starter for this week, basically the story is that he said Howell deserves the opportunity to start and to play a game. That's a, a kudos to him for that because mm. he didn't have to do that. No, that or he just said, you know what? You get plowed by Micah Parsons. It's okay. <laughs> that'll be a, that'll be a Micah Parsons' only fans right there, right? <laughs> he went, <laughs> went Alex Trebek. Yeah. Uh, you know what? He went Deion Sanders. That was a business decision, dude. Taylor Hardy yes. went business decision on him. No, all kidding aside, um, but they, they laid an egg, man. They laid an egg. And, and Ron Rivera, I don't – it's one thing to bring in Wentz when that game against San Francisco was getting away from him, and you go, okay, maybe maybe we'll try to see if there's a spark. Um, I'm not going to hate on that per se, but to make that decision when you know that locker room is behind Heineke, that locker room's behind Heineke. 
Oh, yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So here's the thing. If that was the Dan saying you needed to start Wentz, first of all, grow a pair, dude. You're the coach, right? Yeah. Have a better read on the team. So mm-hmm. uh, that was an awful outcome, man. You know, they played a tight first half against the 49ers. It got away from them. It got a little, It got certainly got rough since they couldn't figure out how to cover Kittle in the second half, and they turned it over. Again, I understand Wentz coming in there, but to me, he didn't do enough where you go, he should be the starter. And then it's not just him starting him. It's not pulling him. The fans had a better – the fans in the stands had a better read on that situation than Rivera did. That's atrocious. That's atrocious, man. I, you know, three picks, and there was a throw late. I think it was the one that got picked off in the end zone. And Cam Sims on the other side had his man beat. Had his man Ugh. beat. He could have thrown a deep shot there. But it, it's not just about one play. It's the vibe of the team. It's the leadership of the team. And Wentz, you know, Wentz had – a meteoric rise and really looked like he was just going to be the dude. And then he had the knee injury and I don't know what else has gone wrong with him, but you know, he had a great opportunity in Indianapolis. That was a debacle. He had a solid opportunity in Washington and it's turned into a debacle. And with the season on the line played like crap, played like crap. And I don't know if that dude just doesn't have a good feel or I, I don't know what it is, but either, either way, read the room, read the room, read the team, read the room, read the locker room. So I know I said to chat that, you know, <coughs> they just need to clear house. I still feel that way. I don't dislike Ron Rivera. I don't, I don't wish him any ill will, but as far as I'm concerned, whether that was a deci- decision from the Dan or that was, you know, Rivera's decision, by the time you, you have that unfold, not pulling once in that game, that awful post-game presser where, you know, the reporter's like, well, you know, you can be eliminated today. And he acts like he's shocked, surprised. <laughs> and, and look, it, it's not just one thing. It's layers of things. Um, and look, their offensive line isn't isn't that good. You know, some of Heineke's turnovers are because he's getting blown up. <laughs> he's getting a lot of pressure on him. That doesn't help. But to me, it's just a cumulative effect of things. And um, they've lost three straight. They're 0-3-1 in their last four. I just... I think the ship has sailed. Now, who knows? Maybe he gets a year because I, I hope like hell there's a new owner coming in. And maybe they maybe they don't want to absolutely clear house. But whatever. I think Snyder needs to go. Rivera needs to go. Take that staff with you. Goodbye. Wentz needs to go. Major Tuddy needs to go. Introduce your mascot at the beginning in camp, dude. In training camp, dude. Let the kids get to hang out with Major Tutty. Don't like the design of that thing, by the way. Um, Major Tutty fails. Just gross. But I don't know. Everything feels like it's just a fitting debacle and it's just swirling, you know, circling the bowl for another disappointing end in, in the district, which, you know, you are what your record says you are, and that team earned earned this bag of crap. They earned it, and they yeah. that that's just what happens. And and that coaching staff, that decision to move to Wentz, you know, th- they got to own that. And I just I think they got to go. I think they got to go, and I hope they do. I again, I don't I don't wish Rivera any ill will. 
Um, but that that to me was just an, a, an atrocious mishandling of it, and it essentially guaranteed that they were going to squander whatever opportunity they had, and that that sucks. It sucks. So, you know who didn't squander their opportunity though? Who's that? Hot damn the Green Bay Packers, baby! Ooh, <laughs> they rolled up and they beat the brakes off of the Vikings. Incidentally, Mark. If it shakes out where it's the Giants and the Vikings, I like y'all's shot to take the Vikings out. Yeah. As long as, long as somebody can cover Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Thibodeau can do some Snow Angels by Kirk, Kirk D. Cousins. I, I totally support that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want him to do Snow Angels and be like, you like that? You like that? That would be Oh, hard. wow. That'd be hilarious. See, this, uh, is what I, this is what I don't get. How how do you not show up for a game that there's so much that can go into it that if all if you do is win, it's just it's a huge boost because you still have a shot at the number one seed. Yep. You're knocking out the Packers. Yep. You're 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 kind of just saying we've arrived. We're not that same joke you think we are. And then they just they don't even show up. They you know like they. Because why? they're frauds. That's why. <laughs> the Vikings are fraudulent. The only thing this has done is reinforce the fact that they are frauds. They've had some great moments. They've won a lot of close games. You can give them credit for that, but they got absolutely embarrassed. And 41-17 to doesn't even tell you how much Green Bay was lighting them up because that damn thing, wasn't it 41-3? I think so. I think I so, mean, yeah. Dude. I mean, that was a straight-up whooping, man. I mean, you got a – in the first quarter, you had Nixon with a 105-yard uh, kickoff return. You had Savage with a pick six. They had another tip drill interception in the second quarter for Green Bay. Rodgers hit Tunyon, not Funyon, for a touchdown. It was 27-3 to at the half. You know, and then the Packers got another pick, and Rodgers ran it in on third and goal. Was, yeah, 41-3, to dude. Mm. That was a whooping. So it tells me a couple of things. Number one, uh, I feel pretty good about Green Bay handling their business against the Lions on Sunday Night Football. You can make an argument that maybe the league did Detroit a little bit dirty uh, by flexing at the Sunday night when they'll have they'll know the outcome of the Seahawks and the Rams game, and they might already be eliminated. <laughs> Who knows? I get it. So a little bit of salt for some people there. I understand. But – from a league standpoint, to get Sunday Night Football, Rodgers, Lambeau winning in, that's pretty enticing. So I, I get why they did it. But if I'm a Vikings fan, man, I'm concerned, dude. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? It feels like they're, a, like, you know, a pretty good re- – and, and Justin Jefferson's a stud, man. Don't get me wrong. He is, right? But Alexander got in that dude's head. Got in that dude's head. And I don't know how the hell that guy wasn't ejected for hitting hitting that ref in the back with a helmet. I know it was accidental, but. Yeah, yeah I mean. Uh, you don't I, get ejected that, for that. He got Ooh. he got lucky he didn't get tossed. I mean, I understand Jefferson's frustration with the way everything went down in that game and just that, that play in general where he did that. But, man, you got to you gotta keep your head on straight Better just enough. To, I mean, you got you to I mean, get off the field. You know, you can't just sit there. And lose your temper and not and clearly not pay attention to what you're doing because yeah, what if he'd actually just completely followed through rather than 
realizing, oh shit, I'm about to hit a ref. It's it's he could have really truly hurt that guy with that helmet. I mean, yeah. that's that's dangerous to even think that. And and I get it. The, he's still young, but st- you're at an age now, though. You've been in the league long enough. You should know better than to lose your shit like that. It, it's well, just, look. He had nine receptions for a buck eighty four and two touchdowns, right? To open the season. And in this game, they drafted who? And in this game had one catch for fifteen yards, bro. He was he he was frustrated, man. Like straight up. I get that. But you you gotta you gotta handle you gotta channel that energy better, you know? And that's one of those things you hope uh, he does over the course of his career. But I, I believe me, I felt I felt pretty good watching him whoop them up. And look, I work with some some straight up Vikings fans, man. So we have, we have a little bit of fun, smack talk. And so I I go and I walk the track. I usually do like a mile and a half. And so I'm coming back in. I'll walk for 25 minutes or whatever, and then I'll you know get back to work. But uh, I like to stretch my legs during the day, bro. But I'm walking back in, man, and I I see one of the uh, Vikings fans, and he just looks at me. and He goes like, I don't want to talk. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, you don't have anything to say, dude. That was a great game, wasn't it? <laughs> man, man, I don't nothing. think I have much to say right then either. It was just like, nope, just keep walking, sir. Just keep walking. <laughs> I laughed. So, um, but uh, you know, I, I look as a fan, I enjoyed that. But uh, I, I do think it's compelling. Uh, we'll see what happens going forward. But I, I feel really good about Green Bay being able to handle Detroit and pay him back for earlier. You know, this season, their defense is playing better. They didn't really need a ton out of Rodgers in this game because their defense was so on point and special teams was so on point. But they, I mean, they, they should have been Bears, Minnesota. Now, the Lions beating up on the Bears 40. I think it's funny that both Detroit and Green Bay scored 41. It's kind of like statistically bizarro. I, I will say I'm disappointed that Justin Fields isn't going to play this weekend, man, because he's so close to that uh, that single season rushing record for quarterbacks. Oh crap! I mean, get oh. it. Just let them get it. I mean, come on. Nah, they're nah, they're they're being conservative. They're protecting their draft picks, and they're gonna just make sure he doesn't. You know, he's got a hip injury. Got to keep him safe. Another reminder that you don't. You know, you can't have fantasy anything in the last week of the regular season. Man, just don't do nope. it. It's a bad idea. Can't do it. Can't do it. It's a bad idea, man. It's a bad. Don't do it. But it sets up interesting stuff for the playoffs, man. You know, again. We'll see, you know, what say I think San Francisco is going to beat the crap out of the Cardinals. Uh, Philly, if the Giants show up, hopefully that's an entertaining game. Philly has a lot to prove. It, it, they've got some injuries that are that are problematic, but they gave Dallas a game. It felt like they gave that away with turnovers, um, and they were just all – I mean, the Saints just took it to them. So they have one more crack at it to lock up, you know, the one seed. I think they're going to show up. They're going to ball, dude. Um, the other thing is for anybody that was saying, well, you know, look, uh, Gardner Minshew is Jalen Hurts really the MVP. Well, it's been a much different team the past couple of weeks and it was a trend down, right? Yep. If Jalen Hurts gets back in there and they look the way that they did pre his exit, you know what I'm saying? Then right. go, go ahead and, and say he's a solid, not a lock for MVP. It's probably, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's going to end up being Mahomes, but Hertz is going to be at the forefront of that MVP discussion and race if if he's back and they handle business and whoop up on the Giants. But division, look, it's division. You never know how that plays out. And if the Giants show up and they're motivated to ball, 
then we'll see. I'd like to believe that they that that they want momentum, uh, you know, carrying the playoffs. I just I I don't know. I'm on the fence. I'm just I just don't know that I believe they're 100 percent going to commit and go. But maybe they do. Maybe we get a good game out of that. So, mm-hmm. uh, Mark uh, is is a uh, random question, man. Do you think the Steelers somehow sneak into the playoffs? They need some help. Uh, no, no, I'm say no, no, no. Mm. I think they're done for. <laughs> you think they win, but they win, but just don't get in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair what enough. If they expand it to eight. <laughs> they expanded no, eight. You. They should. They should be. Uh, they should be in there. Um, yeah. I will say that one of the other things I'm super curious about is seeing what the Bucks look like this weekend, and if that you know Tom Brady and Mike Evans was just kind of a fluke, fluke. I mean, great, great day. Sixty-three yard touchdown, fifty-seven yard. I mean, what three three touchdowns, like two hundred plus. Res- I mean. Great day. Yeah. 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 Whoever had him in fantasy was very, very happy. Look, the week before, the Panthers are just running roughshod over Detroit, right? Yep. Like, Detroit couldn't figure out how to stop the run. And then the Bucs are are just bombing away on the Panthers. The Panthers can't figure out how to stop the pass. Seriously, y'all? Seriously? Oh, man. What what a weird, what a weird back to back, you know, I mean, set of games for a team. So bizarre. Uh, Were the Bucks playing possum? I don't, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I am curious to see what Brady and the Bucks look like this weekend. Yeah, was that a fluke? Is there something more to it? I mean, the Falcons are probably—I don't know how hard they're going to go at it. Don't know. Oh, they—they they got the U-Hauls ready, bro. Yeah, so the, the U-Hauls are ready. It may not be a great indicator, but if Brady. If he's stroking it off, you know, to Evans and they're firing those things away, that's going to be an interesting lead in to the playoffs, uh, particularly if they end up with. Uh, I think most people are feeling like it's going to somehow be Dallas, <laughs> <It's gonna> be <laughs> the, the Cowboys and the Bucks, and people are like, uh oh. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how confident I am for that, but uh, that would be kind of funny. But it, I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling, I think it would be great if there was like this random. You know, the 12s come back in there, man. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, all of a sudden they sneak in. People are just you know, <laughs> dumping on them like they're going to suck butt and be flushed on out of the playoffs, and then they have a run in them. It would just be wild because the Bucks have been mediocre as hell this year. Bruh. But, Oof. you know, it's still it's still Tom Brady. You never know, dude. You, you, it's still Tom Brady, man. It's one game. It's one game. Who do you trust? You, you never know. Uh, by the way, if if that guy's not a Raider next year, I'm going to be so surprised. Yeah, that, that would be kind of surprising. But yeah, the thing is with the Bucks, the Bucks are, I mean, if they can continue what they started this past weekend, I mean, they're going to be dangerous. They're starting Could to be. peak at the right time. Could be. It, 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 that's it's it's like one game, but you want to. But sometimes it's all it takes. I know. You want you want to get hot late, right? You want to get hot hot and bothered late, ready for action and go. Just like that walrus, man. Just like that walrus, dude. <laughs> yeah. Mark missed all that. You can, you're going to have to listen on playback, but what we can tell you about the walrus. I saw the story. <laughs> <laughs> what we can tell you about the walrus is clearly a listener to the sports brew. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Just saying. I know, Justin. You should play his new theme song. 
Which one? Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Walrus's theme song? Yeah. Hot potato, hot potato. That one? Potato, potato, no. potato, or the one I shared uh, yeah, earlier. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell that was. Was that in the chat and I've ignored it? Yeah, you yes. kind of did. Oh, all right. Well, you know. Dick. <laughs> Sorry, man. So Shannon was laughing his ass off when we were getting ready to come back from break. Oh. Don't want no short dick, man. Not that one? Don't want no short Dan, man. <laughs> Don't want no short Dan, man. That's right. This one? I can't give a fuck. No, that's what he was singing that night. That one? That's what the wall was. This one? <laughs> Uh, this boy. one? Oh my god! Oh! Shut it down! Let's go! That was when he was finished. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he came, he saw, he conquered. That's right. Oh, wait a second. I think you meant. Oh, I don't have that? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> wait, what? Justin doesn't have a song? I got it somewhere, but you know, it's, sometimes it's faster just to go to YouTube. You mean this one? Oh, no. There you go. Yeah, he owned the night, all right. But no fireworks. <laughs> well, for this walrus, there was. Yeah, but not for the people. <laughs> Depends if they were looking at the walrus. He said, F your fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Shannon, 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 Shannon. You got to introduce the walrus. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Come on. Okay. The UK is depending on you. And now, straight from the Atlantic Ocean, <laughs> he just came on the rock you're standing on. He is standing at seven feet six. From England, Walrus! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to work on that. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't ready for that one. Well, neither was that town. <laughs> so, it's true. <laughs> true story. Who wants a mustache ride? <laughs> oh, man, that, that Walrus, dude. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> That's why he masturbated and left. Balls. <laughs> Two chicks at the same time, man. <laughs> oh, man. Clearly, oh, that was in the box. Mmm. <laughs> good stuff. Oh. Holy cow. Oh, my Lord. I could not fit one <laughs> more thing inside of me. Actually, you know, that walrus might have said this. Don't taste me, bro. 
<laughs> anyway all right i'll tell you what man we need to wrap up and get out of here in a couple of minutes um we've covered a lot of territory uh but one thing we haven't really talked about uh was the cfp and i tell you man uh, you, you got to give some love to tcu for showing up and handling michigan and uh look i, I know michigan oh my gosh excuse me great day bless you thank you um that that game was wild, man. And TCU, it's a hell of a turnaround. Um, they did a great job working the transfer transfer portal. But uh, was it Sonny Dykes? Yes. Hell of a job that team, that coaching staff, um, to do what they did. And Michigan, I don't know, dude. I, it's so strange to me to think back to that game and and they they their opening drive is rolling. Why are you doing a trick play on fourth and goal, dude? The hell is that? Just bizarre to me. It, it's it's very bizarre, and you know I, I'm a take the points guy. Like, yeah, you drove down, and you want to go for it on fourth and two. You're the best uh, best team in the nation on fourth down. But dude, running them with conviction. If you want to do e- that, running them with conviction, bro. Either run it in with conviction, or kick the field goal. And my and my my stance would be. Just take the points. You had a good drive. Let, let's figure out what went wrong. Let's make the adjustments and let's try it on our second drive. Sure. You know, uh, but that 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 dude, you you gotta set up the Philly special. You don't get to do the 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 Wolverine special, the Philly special right off the bat because they're expecting some sort of shenanigans on fourth and two. Yeah, you have to keep running it down their throats to set that up. And I just did not understand that play call whatsoever. Did, did not like that play call in the moment. Um, <laughs> obviously, uh, didn't like the play call that set up the TCU pick six, right? No, it didn't bother me. Uh, Michigan didn't like that. But what? A, it just a wild sequence of events. Uh, I will say that I, I don't. I still don't understand how on earth that bomb from McCarthy to Roman Wilson. I don't know how that wasn't ruled a touchdown on the field. It just, it, it felt like a touchdown. It looked like a touchdown. Uh, I know he bobbled it, but he secured it in the with one cheek in the end zone. It just, it felt like they stole that touchdown from Michigan, whether that's yeah. fair or not. I'm just saying that's how it felt. And look, I know you can say, well, they had an opportunity. They could have punched it in. They fumbled it on the next play. It wasn't a trick play, but they fumbled it. So I guess they, <laughs> It was, a, it was the wrong kind of trick play, man. Um, they went full red hot. Chili Peppers gave it away, uh, but I, I just I feel like they got hosed on that call. Uh, yeah. It's their fault they fumbled it, but yes. if that's ruled a touchdown, that fumble never happens. Mm. So, you know, again, it's it's credit to TCU. They're up twenty one six at the half, and then you have just a bananas ass point explosion in there. Pick sixes, big runs. I mean. Scoring, what did they have? Forty-four points in the third quarter or something? Oh, it was, it was. It was it, the third quarter was drunk. Third quarter was absolutely. I mean, it was damaged. a flea flicker touchdown. TCU answered. Then the pick six, and then McCarthy had a rushing touchdown, mm-hmm. and then TCU had the long run, and then got it the QB sneak in, and then Michigan had the forty-five yard bomb, and then ran it in. I mean, it it, it was it was just bonkers. Like yeah, that, that game that game was nuts. So I'm gonna. I mean, Michigan deserves some credit for fighting their way back into that game the way that they did, and then TCU deserves credit for responding 
and, yes. and being able to withstand that. Um, I'm glad they didn't call targeting at the end. You could certainly see some of the fan reactions where they had their they were like, what? <laughs> but I'm glad they didn't call targeting at the end. Um, I don't think it should have been targeting. Uh, in part because, quite frankly, Michigan fumbled the ball and they have a fumble fumble ruski shenanigans going on, and it was yeah. an, it was an illegal forward pass anyway, so that play was dead. So to me, it would have been shitty to to have anything extend that. That guys it would have been a offsetting penalty, I think. So they would have to replay fourth down. Yeah. So uh, it, yeah, but you know, it's again, it's one of those things. Michigan had opportunities late, and they just didn't execute. So the game ended. You know, kind of how it began with with them just you know having some fail on their own behalf. Uh, so it's a shame it went that way, but I'm glad they made it a competitive, entertaining game. Uh, TCU, by the way, is the first team with multiple defensive touchdowns in a CFP or BCS title game. I didn't, re- you know, you just would have figured somewhere over the last however X number of years that it's been either the BCS or the college football playoffs. Uh, playoffs that somebody else would have done that. So that was fascinating to me. Uh, TCU is also the first Big 12 team to win a college football playoff game. So I feel for Michigan a little bit, but I, I think TCU is a, a super compelling story. And, um, you know, if Georgia isn't careful, man, ooh, and that opening line, Mark, I don't know if you, I don't know how much it's moved, but I think the opening line was like it was Georgia by 13, maybe 13 and a half in that zone. That's some straight-up disrespect, dude. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That's a lot of disrespect, man, on that. Georgia, look, I'm still not convinced Kirby's smart. I know people give him uh, all kinds of gloss for calling out timeout on that fake punt. I'm still not convinced that timeout was actually before that play. <laughs> that timeout got in for that. It was close. Uh, I, the I, fact that yeah. they gave it to him, I, I give him the credit for calling that he, timeout. Of course he, he gets the credit. He called there. Asses. Yes, he, he did. saved their asses. Yes, he did. Because that was a first down, no questions asked. I mean, that's a hell of a timeout. That's I mean, a hell of a timeout. That, that's not what you're usually discussing after a game, but like, right. that, that truly was a hell of a timeout to call because mm-hmm. he, he saw it. He lived up to his last name for at least one time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but look, Georgia ended up erasing a 14-point deficit in the fourth quarter to snatch that W. A couple of things, man. I will say, I know I had argued that Ohio State shouldn't have been in the Final Four. I did. They did a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. They showed up, and they were ready to ball, man. Uh, they did a great job. And I, for a while, I felt like they were just going to put Georgia away. I'm I'm shocked, shocked that they did not win that game. I was like, damn, son, that is crazy. Well, you know what? And and look, I know there's variance with the streams. Don't cross the streams. I know there's variance with the streams, right? I'll say this. At the end of the game, when Stroud had that run and they got essentially in field goal range, I hated the next play that they had. Oh, my God. Hated it. What are you doing? Terrible play. I, I don't remember if they lost a yard, maybe two. But they, 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 yeah, they lost yardage. That was a gutless ass play. Mm-hmm. Um, that was uh, too conservative. Yep, hated it. Uh, and then it, you know they tried to, they, they just couldn't get much of anything else going. But I, I think they wasted some momentum. But anyway, they've got an opportunity at the end to boot through that 
field goal, and I think it's righteous that it's essentially midnight. And again, I know there's some variance depending on what feed you're seeing, whether you're streaming the game live on you know, the ball drop or this and that. I understand. So I don't know the exact 100% timing of it, but in the moment watching it, it essentially felt like the ball drops. It goes from 2022, Ohio State's winning, to 2023, and they're a pumpkin. And it's done. Yeah, and it's literally done. they turned into pumpkins. It's done. Done. See ya. See you later, bro. Like, they needed to finish it in 2022, and they couldn't get it done, man. Uh, so and That's usually a good problem to have. But on, on that night, it was not a good problem. Well, look, if if you're not going to finish, <laughs> look, if you're not going to finish early, you got to You got to put it through the uprights. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they, they got, you got to split the uprights, dude. I mean, college even, kicker situation, bro, bro. Even the walrus knew that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Say it, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a bad kick, man. I, that ball was going sideways, dude. Come on, man. That was terrible. That was terrible. But but you Kirby didn't. Smart knew, and you know the way he talked about that game in Ohio State in the post game, he knew they got outplayed for most of that game. Yeah, of course they did. They're, they're lucky that Harrison Jr. got hurt. Yes, I, I 100%. I didn't like that hit on Harrison. I'm not saying it should have been targeted. I'm not saying that. But it's uh, they are damn lucky that he didn't come back in the game. Stroud, and, and I, I was at a Georgia fan's house for the game. Mm-hmm. And I, I told him. Oh, is that, game, is, that, is that ugly sweater party, dude? Or is this uh, that, no, this is a different guy. Okay. Uh, but this this was I, I told him from the get go. I was like, y'all need to cover Harrison Jr. because he's the best receiver in the game. Yeah, and he was killing them. And then, of course, he takes the hit, which you know the original view was, oh yeah, that's targeting. And then you see the back view, and it it looks, I mean, it's a hard hit. It's a hard ass hit. Hard ass. It's hit. shoulder to shoulder uh, from that from that view. Um, I, I thought Stroud, that was the one mistake Stroud made. I thought he should have just thrown that into the crowd and kicked the field goal and been done with it. Mm-hmm. Because, A, it, that's going to be tough to complete. And, B, it was, it, I mean, it was a, a, a smidge away from being an absolutely incredible catch, though. Absolutely. But you, you got your man – you got your man's bell rung and you lost him for the rest of the game. And it did. That cost that, him. And that's that's one of those you live to play another day. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's a throw it to the crowd, talk it over, come back and get them next time. Or I mean, that's what the Walrus did. He rubbed one out and he'll come back <laughs> next year. You know? Oh, he getting fireworks next year, though. Sam. The people are pissed. <laughs> One and done, oh, man. man. All right. So let's wrap up with, uh, if you have any other kind of like random thoughts on the CFP, feel free to uh, interject those. But I, I'm going to ask all of you to call your shots for uh, the CFP, man. And then I guess, cause again, we need to wrap up and get out of here. Yeah. Uh, if there's anything in particular looking forward to either this weekend or in the playoffs, uh, NFL playoffs, 
then drop it, dude. But uh, Randy, call your shot for the CFP, dude. Lead the way. Well, obviously, I'm uh, not going to be rooting for good old Georgia here. So it's <laughs> just because, well, what? I mean, you know me. I like seeing – see, I like the playoffs because I, I was seeing new teams. So that really always – makes me feel good in college football in general, seeing new teams, seeing the, you know, other schools get an opportunity. And obviously, you know, Georgia has been there constantly. So it's like, that's so I just, I just going to root against them All right, for, so just for that TCU. very reason. All right. So yeah, TC, especially T. I mean, I mean, think about where they've come from and how far they've come just to get to this point for all, you know, for as long as they've been in the top 25 and it's just like, yeah, I, it's, I would love to see TCU take it. It'd be a hell of a story. That's yep. for sure. Hell of a story. All right, so your TCU, any playoff? Who are you pouring one out for this weekend? How about that? Who are you pouring one out for? Who, who, <laughs> who are you like, see you later, assholes? I'll pour one out for you. Tennessee? See ya. <laughs> like what? Or is that, that, is, that is absolutely crazy to me to think that <laughs> uh, Jacksonville comes out of nowhere to take the division. Uh, that's nuts to me, but it also just shows how good of a coach Doug Peterson is. So not a lot better than Bourbon Meyer. By the way, speaking of coming out of nowhere, they're not just the Walrus, but also <laughs> also to Daryl. I know you don't listen to the podcast, but to Daryl for. Fucking sweeping the leagues, man. Duval, y'all. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Good on you, Jacksonville fan. Mm. But, I mean, as far as this weekend, so many so many pivotal games it feels like this weekend. And... Who are you pouring one out for? <sighs> who's not going to deliver? Who's on? Who... Who's going full butthurt alert, buttsuck express? BSE, BHA. Who are you pouring one out for? <laughs> I... Honestly, I hate to, I hate to admit it, but I know who. Unfortunately, I have a feeling it's going to be Detroit. That's going to be uh, the butt hurt alert right, just you're, because you're pouring out for Detroit. I like that answer. <laughs> as much as I want to see Green Bay lose, um, I don't like that statement. Well, you're, of course, you're not going to like that statement. But as, <laughs> much, as much as I want to see Green Bay lose, I just, I just don't, I just don't see them losing. It's, it's, but you know, you just let's just put it this way. You can hope for Philly to lose and for us to win, and you don't have to worry about playing the 49ers in the first week of the playoffs. Uh, you know what? See, unlike unlike Matt, right, I will tell you right now that I love the momentum they have, and if they end up playing the 49ers, fuck it. Ro- roll out there, and if you got it, you take them out, and if you don't, you go home. You know what I'm saying? That would be a great storyline for some payback for last year. I'd be Play off party at Justin's. <laughs> <Yeah>. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, we'll see. All right, so you're pouring one out for Detroit. All right, Shannon, call your shots. Who are you pouring one out for this weekend? Look, man, I, I love the underdog. I, I like TCU to cover. I, I just think uh, Georgia's just going to win the game. Um, as far as pouring one out, Tennessee, you're fucked. <laughs> you're, um, you're blowing out for Team Vrabel. You know what? You know what's funny though is, don't you think this is the kind of game that somehow Tennessee just fuck finds a way to win, like some bullshit? Like you know what I mean? I mean, it feels that way, but I, Josh Dobbs ain't getting it done versus Trevor Lawrence. I'm sorry, it, it just ain't happening. 
Hey, Derrick Henry is a freaking beast, but I think Jacksonville just – they've won a bunch of games in a row, and I think they're going to do it. And I, I'm going to pull one out for the Colts. Go ahead and lose to Houston, but you're going to host the AFC Championship game. It's awesome. Raise the banner. Raise the banner. AFC Championship game host. We we hosted the game and didn't even have to play in it. Banner. <laughs> That's the know. perfect banner for y'all, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> perfect banner. Oh. So, yeah. And, All right. And, and I love the TCU story. If they win, I'll be happy oh, as a claim so for them. That would be so damn awesome. I can't wait for that game on Monday night. Um, but I just – I just so many five stars on Georgia. It it just they just keep coming at you. It's just so many body blows. Mm-hmm. All it's right, just body blows well, that usually look, end up winning the game. I'll say this, man. Uh, Georgia's not gonna. They're not gonna roll over, dude. Whatever, however that game plays out, you know, like it, yeah. if, if TCU happens to be up on them for whatever reason, you better buckle up, man, because Georgia mm-hmm. Georgia's not gonna roll over and be like, oh, excuse me. All right, peace out. Like Stetson Bennett and that crew, they're gonna keep clawing and fighting, man. Yeah, they're they're fighters. What I, I will say, I do hope that the referees don't over ref that game, and there's not <laughs> things like where we're like, was that timeout made in time? <laughs> was that cheek in the end zone? <laughs> like, I don't want any. Can we stuff. get better officiating yeah, seriously, this weekend? I mean, seriously, seriously, seriously. Can we get that? Uh, the game is deserving of that. I, I'd like to there not to be any arguments about the officials. Hopefully, it's a great competitive game, but we'll see. All right, so you're taking you, – you'd love to see TCU, but you're taking Georgia. You're mm-hmm. pouring one out for the Colts, and you're raising a, raising a banner. All right, who's your quarterback next year? Uh, David Carr, probably, or Derek Carr. <laughs> David, you're getting David Carr out of retirement? Nice. <laughs> Derek so, Carr. Good, good luck with Captain Shellshock there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It, right. I mean, it, it would make sense if they brought David Carr in, but I think we'll take his – we'll take Derek. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. All right, Mark, call your shots for the championship game, and then who you pouring one out for this weekend? All right, uh, championship game. Uh, I'm rooting for Georgia I uh, uh, at my wedding, and I wouldn't expect any of you to remember them unless you spent time talking to them, but uh, my cousin and her husband, uh, Becky and Matt, uh, Becky's a sweetheart, and uh, sh- uh, she and Matt both met at Georgia, and um, or, you know, so they they, yeah, bah, they got their championship last year. I know, but I still got a got a family loyalty. Um, no, and uh, <laughs> dude, they got their championship I, last year. No, that's not the right one. That's not what I want. Wait a second, they got their. Ch- <laughs> Randy probably knows what I'm going to do. They got their championship last year, man. Fuck them. All right, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, but no, I, I know. <laughs> anyway, keep going. So, so f- f- familial rooting, and uh, I-, I expect a good game, and I want a good game. So, I mean, I- I'll say I'll say Georgia by ten. I think that you know TCU covers, and I think we absolutely should still get an entertaining game. But I think, like Shane's saying, I mean, there's just there's just a little too much depth on on the Georgia roster. I fully agree that they, they didn't play their best game by any stretch uh, against Ohio State, and and you know like they should have lost. Uh, but um, certainly that's a uh, that that's you know fake punts, uh, timeouts, and then subsequent you know play wasn't it one one play right after the the punt that actually the actual punts where you know the DB fell and they got the seventy six yard touchdown pass. Yeah, it, so, it was it yeah. was quick. 
bit bit a bit of a swing there. You know, yeah. uh, that that fake punt being successful just about might have put the game. You know, it wasn't going to put the game out of reach, but I mean, they could have. You know, certainly ran a lot more clock and uh, made it damn tough. So I mean, that was such a crazy pivotal moment. Um, so Georgia better step up and play a little better than they played, you know, for the entirety of the game against Ohio State. But uh, I expect they will. So I'll say Ohio State by 10 and I'm rooting for them. Um, four and one out. Yeah, I, I got to stick with Tennessee. I just think Tennessee is done for. Wow. All right. <laughs> I like that. All right. So first of all, look, man, look, props to the TCU respect. I'm pulling for them. I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm pulling for TCU. But look, I got to tell y'all, right? My mo- my mother's maiden name is Dugan. Spelled oh, the same way. Yeah. It's D-U-G-G-A-N. <laughs> but here in the South, we say Dugan, y'all. Not Duggan. <laughs> it's not Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> oh! Oh! I love that dude, man. But uh, Max Duggan, I, I, that guy, the hell of a job. And he's got a fascinating backstory I just think that's it's the most compelling story, quite frankly, from my perspective at this point in the season for TCU, the Horn Frogs. There's a lot of fun story with that, and the underdog is compelling. I was happy for Georgia last year. I don't need them to defend that and to repeat. Uh, I, I'm not anti-Georgia. It's not that. I just think TCU getting it done is the better is the better story. I think that would be phenomenal. So that's what I'm hoping for. Realistically, I expect Georgia to win, but I'm gonna go ahead since I'm rooting for TCU. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm just gonna. I'm just. I'm throwing it down, man. I'm going TCU. Let's go. Uh, as far as pouring one out, although it's it's Dugan, y'all. Max Dugan. Say it right. Say, say it right. <laughs> <laughs> as far as pouring one out. I'd like to pour one out for Major Tutty. I'd like to pour one out for Dan Snyder. I'd like to pour one out for Ron Rivera. I'd like to pour one out for Carson fucking Wentz. I'd like to pour one out for all the visiting fans that aren't that visit that end up at FedEx that shithole. I'd like to pour one out for anybody that has ever cared about the Washington Redskins and have had to deal with all this bullshit from the football team to the commanders to the turds to Major Turdy. Any of it, all of it. Flush it, pour it all out, get it gone, get it done, reboot this thing. It's time for an upgrade. Wipe it out. Burn it down. Dumpster fire Dan. Diaper dandy. Dumpster dandy. Get him out of here. I'm pouring one out for that. Now, if I'm being serious, I'll pour one out for uh, Cars, time with the Raiders. Telling you, man, Brady. I think Gronk's going to show up, too. I think it's going to be Brady and Gronk with the Raiders next year. The Titans, I agree with y'all. Tough sledding. Somebody already poured one out for the Lions. So, I don't know. You know what? Maybe I'll be an asshole. I'm going to pour one out for the Minnesota Vikings, who will find a way to eat shit and lose in the playoffs. <laughs> Here's to your New York football giants, Mark. Uh, may y'all be the ones that end end, end them. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, it would be. I will say... I hope we're not pouring one out for Mike McDaniels. There are rumors and some stuff flit, fl- uh, flitting through the ether that the Dolphins might fire that guy. Come on, that man. would be stupid. Unless Absolutely you're unless you're, unless you're getting unless you're getting Sean Payton and you're giving up a first round pick for Sean Payton, right? I could halfway understand that. Okay, but outside of that, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, I've been saying he would get scooped up quick by somebody else. That's mm-hmm. for damn sure. But uh, yeah, would. that would be insane. That that would be crazy. 
So I there mean, he's, 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 he's hysterical. So I mean, I love him for that he's reason, funny. but he's also a phenomenal coach. And I mean, I just, I, I, well, I think, maybe, I think the players, be, the players be furious too. I, I don't know if, it, you know, it's one year, it's hard to judge all that, but I just like, I wouldn't be so quick to, to, to fire him. I mean, that's an organization that has turmoil anyway, unless what your argument is that they mishandled Tua. I mean, I, and that's I, on the medical staff. Yeah, they, exactly. It's not on the coach. There's layers to that. Well, the coach has has a share of responsibility in that. But sure. You can't just be holding him solely accountable. I just think it would be a mistake to fire him after one year. It, see what happens next year, and maybe they need to bring in, you know, another quarterback. Uh, but uh, look, you can't account for Tua's multitude of injuries, and then Bridgewater what breaking a finger or whatever, having a fracture. It's crazy. So uh, have they had a late season collapse? They have, but I think they, I think McDaniel's deserves a, another year to see where that goes. I think that would be a big, big, big mistake to fire him, man. And yes, somebody would hire him and uh, hire him in a hurry. I would think as much. So look, here's the TCU. See if y'all get it done, man. And um, I guess the last thing was it Mississippi State that had the Mike Lee, the pirate flag, yes, on their helmet, man. That that was a nice touch. That was a hell of a game, uh, hell of a last drive there to win the game mm-hmm. uh, and to win that for Leach. Uh, that was awesome. And I can't believe we forgot this, but happy trails to J.J. Watt. Retiring? Uh, we'll see if he's really retiring or just trying to get the hell out of Arizona. <laughs> he might. He's probably retiring. He's had some health scares and, and some other stuff that's happened. So but if it's I a did. career, it's been a great career. I yeah. will say I would have loved to have seen him finish his career either with Pittsburgh with his brother or maybe with a season in Green Bay since he's from Wisconsin. That would have been yeah, kind of that would have been did, baller, did, but. did you did you did you all get to enjoy Tomlin's comment about it? Which mm-hmm. which comment uh, about about Watt retiring? No, no. What was the statement? I missed that. Uh, let me pull it up. Let me, let me pull it up real quick because it was really amusing. But all right, um, so uh, Mark is going full walrus here. I, I, so I've got, I've, I've got it. So he said, and this is this is legitimate. Uh, I, I promise it's real. He said, "I was disappointed to hear about JJ's retirement today. We already have Derek and TJ Watt. During the off season, we were going to throw forty million at JJ and see if the three could merge into one unstoppable Watt Megazord <laughs> without right. JJ in the mix." Without right. JJ in the mix, I guess we'll just keep Derek around in case TJ needs any organs or ligaments. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that was great, man. That was it's great. Fantastic. It's fantastic. That was phenomenal. So, one it, one giant Watt Megazord. Megazord. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Justin? I didn't even think about that Mississippi State game and that that impossible backdoor cover that they hit at the end. Uh-huh. That was that that was. Such a oh, was horrible wild. bad beat for Illinois wild. backers. Wild. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know what? Also, here's to the Tulane Green Wave. Yes. <laughs> Great job, y'all. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. College football, man. You get shenanigans late. Yeah, you, you get do. shenanigans, dude. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll revisit some topics next time we uh, rally up. But it was great to catch up with everybody. Had a great Christmas. Had a had had a very enjoyable New Year's. We had a lot of fun, family, friends, couple of parties, uh, and and everything tied into that. So I'll raise a glass to all of you. I hope every everybody had a you know a wonderful holiday and was able to enjoy that. But good to catch up. I'm looking forward to the playoffs. I'm excited. 
<coughs> excuse me, I'm excited for the playoffs and all the possibilities and storylines that that brings. And uh, you know what? Here's the Minnesota final way to suck it. <laughs> you like that. Yeah, I like that a lot, man. I like that a lot. Did, did, the, did the family enjoy their family gifts? Uh, I've enjoyed the family gift a lot. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it wrong, Joe. I'm family gift. Family present. Say it, Randy. Family present. Family present. <laughs> so good. Uh, no, Logan loves it. Logan's Logan's very funny. He's like, Daddy, the PS5 is so much... That's so much nicer than the PS4, isn't it? Look at this thing. I'm like, yeah. But the, yeah, yeah you know, buddy. You don't need to convince me. Tell mommy. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. Great. But uh, no, it's great to hang out. Uh, great to catch up. And I appreciate all y'all uh, dropping in and, and catching up. And you know what? I hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with all of our crap. As always, keywords are sports and brew. You can find us on a ton of services. Our home feed is, is on Podbean. Uh, but we're all over all sorts of other things, man. Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, a whole bunch of other services. So sharing is caring, man. If you think we're entertaining or you like putting up other crap, man, let somebody else know. Drive the hits up, man. We'll take that too. But from all of us to all of you, have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. And uh, always remember, don't play your fantasy playoffs through the very last week of the season. If you do, do it. you're an asshole. <laughs> But anyway, from all of us, all of you, thanks as always. Peace out. And as you know, I like to say, good night now. Later, friends. Peace out. See ya. All right. Good night, peeps. Shannon, you don't have a walrus dedication at the very end? What the hell? (laughs) One and done, bro. Just like the walrus. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. I'll take that. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know, man. If if I was if I was at that town and that was what happened, they canceled fireworks and I got a masturbating walrus. Dude. <laughs> Total trash. Total trash. They went full full Minnesota Vikings, man. <laughs> right at the end. But suck. <laughs> but suck express. But suck express. <laughs> anyway, that walrus like that. All right, yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. All right. Uh, be on the lookout for him on Only Tusks. I'm just saying. All right, y'all. Good night. Wow. So stupid. Later, friends. Oh <laughs> Good night. Oh, no short tusk, man. SM Walrus. All right, y'all. Oh, my God. We're out. Dude. We're out. I'm gone. <laughs> a tusk. <laughs> uh, a fin? A what? Rub one out on a rock? <laughs> Need someone to rub one out. What can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. All right. Well, For fuck's sake. Thank you, Randy. <laughs> All right. We got to go. Later, y'all. Good night. Get some rest. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good night. There it is. All right. Late. 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 Late.